Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie Furious Passion Bellacom, <laughs> Sam Undeniable Lust Burns, and Ooh. Ellie Kind of horny, but can't be bothered to do anything about it. Sparrow. Oh, did you mean oh, quarantine? What? <laughs> <laughs> we make relatable content here. But it's too real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Hello. Hello. It's episode 99. It is. Oh, wow, so it is. I was about to say nice, and then I realised it was the wrong number. Yeah, yeah. It's just 99. <laughs> I'm going to party like it's episode 99. Oi! Yeah. I, that always makes me think... Like, I, There's the obvious saying, like, party like it's 1999, but it always makes me think of Diablo 2. Because at the end of the first chapter, there was this absolute bastard called Geed. Geed <laughs> was, the mer- was a merchant. He, w- he was a merchant who essentially had, like, a randomised uh, loot list that you could buy off. But he would also offer you the option to gamble from powerful magic item. And it was fucking rigged. He would always, almost always swindle you out of shit. Uh, he was the smarmiest goddamn character. I loved him. He was such a prick. And when, <laughs> and when you defeated the chapter and were ready to move on, Geed goes, I'm gonna party like it's 999. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of partying like it's 9.99, it's time to ask future us what parties from the present. It's future Jason with messages from the present. This episode of Flintlocks and Fireballs is brought to you by you. As ever, a massive thanks to our crew members on the Flintlocks Patreon who help keep this ship sailing. There's a wealth of extra content and bonus features for patrons, including regular blog posts, extra stories narrated by the cast, artwork, and a monthly poll for a community element. This week, the patrons are voting on the final element of a community NPC to be introduced. You can check this out at patreon.com slash flintlocksandfireballs. Link in the description. Once again, we'd like to mention the online group heist game, Agent Venture, where you and your socially distant friends can infiltrate a corrupt corporation's HQ with nothing more than a laptop and an internet connection. The game has recently been updated to include an extended version, as the missions are now a full 75 minutes of engagement time, with 60 minutes of timed puzzles for you and your companions to overcome. Ellie and I both worked on development, and were both game masters for this game. So you can check out the link in the description. And that's it for announcements this time. Back to you, past Jason. I mean, probably no parties. I would because imagine there are hope parties. Probably no parties, actually. I hope because, there aren't parties. Yeah, because it's a bit early for that in six like, weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's like six weeks ahead. We are probably not going to be having any parties. No. Unless it's a Discord party. Oh, Discord parties are very welcome. Mm. Responsible, socially distant parties, please. Yes. Party like you're socially responsible and distant. (laughs) (laughs) Party on your own, but sort of with people. (laughs) 
Fortunately, this is something that uh, this is something that I've been getting and uh, having experience with since thirteen years old. Aww, Thanks to the power no. of the internet. <laughs> it's all right. That's where I learned Dungeons and Dragons. Yay! Ah, <laughs> <sighs> well, it's time for us to leave the terror and uncertainty of the present. And move into the terror and uncertainty of fantasy instead. Yes. As we begin. A change is as good as a break, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Flint and fireballs. Uh. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Farbles. The party have arrived in the Thirteen Colonies, docking the Kraken's Bane at Thunder's Watch and successfully, well, reuniting uh, Leah Leodon and her husband, Michael John Boot. After Michael inherited a significant portion of the wealth of the Vandersar family, thanks apparently to the spite of one Percival Vandersar, but actually due to a nefarious plot, the party helped Michael kick out uh, his untrustworthy manager, uh, saved uh, him from an attempt on his life by bandits, then hired the bandits to go and serve as Michael's bodyguards. We're ridiculous. <laughs> We're the best. I love us. It was a power move, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> they then returned to Herbertsville to try and cash in the reward for the 13 bandits they did kill, while simultaneously convincing the uh, law that there was no further need for the bounty out of them. This seemed to be a debatable success, given the high scepticism on the part of the local judge and sheriff and coroner and district attorney. <laughs> it's not nepotism if it's all the same person. <laughs> Isn't it? No. You need a, you need I think a, it's still covered. You need a nephew to give it to. Or at least a family. <laughs> it's, it's not really giving it to your family, it's just wearing multiple hats. <laughs> In this case, literal there was hats. A hat for each one. <laughs> However, the party gathered a little bit more information about something they've come to identify as Gold Star Shipping, acquiring an address somewhere in New Altmark, or Newmark, as it seems to colloquially be called. With this in mind, you now head back at terrifying speed. Well, okay, I say terrifying speed. It's ten miles an hour over the course of two <laughs> phantom steeds. Um, Compared to most travel in this setting, that is terrifying speed. We're not going to out outpace those speeds regularly until, oh, next campaign? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You... Campaign two. Yeah. Yes. 
really, honestly, trains are going to blow that blow Phantom Steeds out of the so water. So excited for trains. Oh, I can't yeah. wait for trains. Oh, I'm so excited for trains. But we're going to have to for possibly another year. Depends oh. how fast this campaign goes. Uh, oh, I don't want this to ever end. No, me neither. I'm so sad at the thought. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Speaking of endings, uh, as you come towards the ending of your journey, returning to the City of Thunder's Watch, the sky has over these three hours darkened. You find yourself riding towards a bank of cloud over the city. You have hit not by a light drizzle, but almost immediately by waves of rain as you start to come into those as you start to come close towards the city itself. There are rumbles of thunder across this uh, across the sky every now and again just flashes of lightning causing is uneasy causing <laughs> mm. is not alone <laughs> however you make it back to the edge of uh, thunder's watch as before the small but busy city uh, sprawls along uh, along the mouth uh, of the river Thunder. In the where would you like to head? Are you going to uh, actually no? Before you even get there, though, as you are riding uh, up towards the city's approach, Celestia, you hear a voice in your head. <clears throat> actually, no. Sorry, it wouldn't be Celestia because they're casting it. So, Scamp, you ah! hear a voice in your head. <clears throat> Hello, Scamp. Lapsang. Oh. Been thinking on your Michael problem. Maybe I can help if you can help me out. Anderson's Slaughterhouse, Goblin Town. Meet me. That seems to be the sure. message. Okay, um, great. Uh, we're nearly back in town and I've lost count already, so this might have run out already. Um, how are you? No, wait, that's you can't respond. You don't actually know at work. what point that ran out. <laughs> but it was when nope, it was no, just after you said how are you? <laughs> <laughs> there is not an immediate response. <laughs> no, that's fair. Are you talking to friend or somebody else? Oh, Lapsang messaged i was gonna say called that's not a thing um <laughs> oh, like i've seen it loads i wouldn't worry <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> he thinks he can help with the michael thing but um, oh wants to meet up uh we might have to help him with a problem first okay uh, i mean right. it's more of a start than we have frankly we we're just gonna go to newmark so yeah, sure. yeah. great Okay. Yeah. Where do you want to head to first? Probably the slaughterhouse, I'd imagine. Okay. Uh, unless... um, is it still? Is 
Is it still all lightning and Oh awful? yeah. I think Cousin is going to um, take a moment now that we are presumably within a mile of the coast mm -hmm. to do primeval awareness. Okay, yeah, you, yes, get a, you get off the horse and... Is it a horse, Scamp? Um, is it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, but it has duck feet. It's <laughs> oh, horrifying. It's so horrifying. Oh, the coconuts wouldn't be the right noise. Like It'd be four like... duck feet. Like four webbed <laughs> feet, yellow feet <laughs> on horse legs. Be like something. Yeah. It'd be yeah. weirdly sort of like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like wet slapping as well in the rain. Yeah. Just slicking wet off yeah. the grass. Yeah. Slapping. Wow. <laughs> you get off, uh, off, That's off, an image. off the horse, <laughs> are momentarily unnerved by having to look at the duck feet, um, place a hand to the ground with a pulse of energy. You cast out your thoughts. You can sense... What is within this distance? Dragon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sense of greed. You can sense uh, something that Piccolo Ring of Fae. Marjorie. You can sense that strangely, um, strangely kind of like, like choral feeling of something celestial. Again. Uh -huh that you felt before and you can feel the roar of the sea once okay the eye I feel like me and Scamp are like I mean correct me if I'm wrong Rose but I feel like me and Scamp have kind of like breathed in before you've done this and we've not really let out a breath since you started the spell <laughs> that's kind of what I'm doing right now anyway yeah. <laughs> alright alright well not within six miles anyway okay, okay. good it's fairly um, it's fairly flat around the uh, around the edges of the town. Uh, there are, however, uh, a couple of small rises, like little bumps, like hillocks, uh, in these uh, in the territory, which where farms have not quite been built around them. There is still a little bit of fallow land here and there, and. Um, I think these days, Corzin and Celestia, uh, you are a with your passive perception, you are able. God damn it! Why did I make it a dumpster? <laughs> you spot um, a curious gathering of figures atop one of the hillocks, uh, just outside the edge of town. Uh, some of them, all of them, fairly short actually, uh, and I. Think Think, I'm trying to think about what this would be. Yeah, Corzin. Actually, no, both Corzin and Celestio. Just give me another. Just give me an actual perception check as well. Natural okay. twenty. Mm -hmm. Oh. Eighteen. Kind of love nat twenties on perception. Okay, both of you are able mm -hmm. to recognise who is there. Um, at, there is stood out several members of your crew, including uh, all of them halflings. Uh, Actually, no halflings, and also uh, there is also uh, Zhang, the gunner's mate, mm. uh, is there with Alton, and um, so is Molly. So is little Corzin, uh, and so is Benny. 
uh, who, may, who parted ways with you about three days ago to start operating things here in town at the, at the dockyards. However, she seems to be out uh, in her classic sort of green jumpsuit. And of all things, you can see she is holding onto a long tether and batting, uh, erratically flickering about in the heavy winds uh, and rain is what appears to be a kite flying in the air. You watch oh, wow. as suddenly light, there's a flash of lightning from above and a bolt strikes straight down onto the kite. Seems, And you see just this moment where it seems to run down the length of the wire, but before it gets to Benny uh, and your crew and your son, uh, uh. it just seems to go vertically straight down into the ground. What the fuck is happening? I'm going to be moving rather rapidly in that direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you saddle back yeah. up and ride over to that, uh, where you see a slight... Her hair's slightly sticking on end. Uh, Static. <laughs> a little bit. Benny is looking up. You can see that uh, uh, she, she blithe, upon seeing you, waves, blithely hands the uh, the cord to little Corzin, who picks you quickly. And as you watch, there is another strike of lightning which hits the kite, runs down the line, and again diverts and sm goes into the ground. And you can see as you get closer, there appears to be a copper wire running almost the full length of the kite string, which then goes straight down in uh, to, to a peg where it is uh, rammed into the dirt. Oh! <laughs> Hello there! Benny, what the fuck? Oh, That's just... Uh, just uh, having your family help you with a little bit of a d d d d d d experimentation. What are you trying right. to, d uh, to do here? Oh, well, I was thinking about uh, you saying you're going to take on the g g the giant sea beast eat cities, you know. The, the Kraken, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're saying how there's always that lightning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, so I've been having a little bit, uh, been feeding uh, up on the latest uh, physics treatises that have been going around and I was just trying to think if there maybe uh, maybe there's some way to, 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 to sort of catch the lightning uh, before it could get to your ship well if anyone was going to catch lightning I'd imagine it would have been you wouldn't it um so, yeah I don't know that, how does I'm going to put this on how does it work uh, well basically uh, the, the, I don't know I, I need to try it out with a, with some uh, wizards uh, uh, but... can we can we please take the kite off off the child <laughs> yeah. I can't like, concentrate yeah, you know what? Little uh... like, <laughs> it's just Molly okay we'll just hand it to the other child it's fine oh, um... here you go. <laughs> little cause and hands it to you give it a try it's fun it is just like the kite does need a fairly firm hand, actually, because it is trying to escape. <laughs> Molly had hands on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Again, as you take it, there is a bolt of lightning strikes it and just goes straight down into the ground. Uh, oh, that's super fun. Yeah, it is fun. He's the, the, right. That, that, that <laughs> copper wire is red hot and you can see it's starting to melt in oh. places. Like a little bit more hardcore than I pictured kites would be when people told me about them, if I'm honest. Yeah, you can see the string has actually burned a fair bit and it's starting to fray as well. I mean, that's the point. What's the string made out of? Um, in any case, so... 
yeah, I've, uh, I'm I need to practice with some uh, so some wizards as to whether it'll do magical lightning or not. Uh, but I've, I'm really hopefully I can figure out some way of making this fit on your ship. I mean, that would be amazing if you could. I mean, it's yeah, one of the basically bigger... the the lightning always wants to get to the ground. You see, it's just that usually it goes to the tallest thing up, and if you're alone in the field, the tallest thing is usually you. Yeah, the mast. Right. Right. But if we were on a ship, wouldn't the ground be the sh- be the ship? That's one of the problems I'm trying to work out. Right, right. But there might be a way to do it. God, if you could store it and then zap other people with it later, that'd be amazing. That would be. That sounds like some pretty powerful magic stuff, though. That's not really my department. But hey, if you if you know any enchanters who could do that, then maybe we could well, combine them together. What's that one uh, in... Uh, in, in... No, I, I don't think uh, even the one in Bright Hall would uh, would be able to do that. I mean, no. I don't... Not unless you had something like a lightning pro. Mm, well, well, lightning pro would be really nice. What did we want to talk to them about anyway? There was something um, else. I wanted an anti-spraying thing. Yes, uh, you did. I did want that. It's on that. my list. It's on the, the list. We'll pro. get there. <laughs> so, I'd love it, Penny. Uh Great. How did you come up with this? <laughs> oh, you know, you, you read a lot. I, I read a lot of papers. Uh, I kind of got a, like a whole digest of them before we headed onto the ship. I, you'd never really asked me about it, so I didn't really go into detail. And since I've come in here, I've been reading a few more papers. There's actually a whole scientific community. We all kind of talk to each other, although not really talk to each other. It's more like writing and publishing. Ah, huh. that's right. fun. That's really cool and my brain hurts. <laughs> right. So is this the first time you tried something like this? Oh no, I've been doing it for the last two days. Ah. Well, by the fact that but, I still it's have only a, be, a it's... son and a wife, I'm I'm uh, guessing it was successful then. Yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, we've had some really shitty weather the last couple of days. Hmm. Um, I can do a bit of lightning if you ever want to practice. It's only a small bit. It's not like this, but that would ever help. That is not a Oh bad yeah, idea. I can do little zaps. Yeah, we can both do little ones. I should probably refine it on account of I reckon any moment that string <laughs> just watches this <laughs> as the kite flies off into the air. Oh, oh there it goes. Um oh. uh, I gotta have to make another one. Oh well. That's alright, that was number five anyway. I go through a lot of kites. You can see the kite <laughs> does have quite a few burn marks on it. <laughs> Do people normally do kites in this weather? Oh no, that's insane! I hadn't pictured it like this when people mentioned kites. Normally you want like a nice bright day. But this is good to, but you know, most people don't try and capture lightning. Yeah. This is really cool, actually. If I could figure some way to put it in like a bottle and then, nah. Or a box, a lightning box. Yes. Ah. We should put that on our list of things to ask the enchanters. Needs further testing. Hmm. Well, you all have a nice day. No, I'm off back to the shipyard. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Gives a little wave to uh, to the crew. Little pause and waves enthusiastically back. Pa, I want a kite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do, right? Uh, uh, and I give him a big hug. I say, I miss you. And you will come here. Oh, give him a big hug. So, you've been having adventures of your own then, or so it would seem. Mm-hmm. We saw... 
we saw these kites, uh, we saw some, uh, saw some lots of ships. Uh, Benny took me to the shipyard to look at some ships being made. Um, we saw really big fish. Uh, we saw some smaller fish. Uh, Did you see any fish in between those two sizes? Or any medium no. fish? No, just small ones just and big ones. Small one, and then the one. How big really was the big biggest one? one? He like just does the widest with his arms he can. Bigger than that. Oh, it's not very big. That's so cute. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the size of a sturgeon or a whale? Are we talking here? <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't. He doesn't seem no inclined idea. to divide any more gesture than that. <laughs> Did you like the little fish or the big fish better? Mm, big fish. Mm, good choice. Yeah, like that's it. fair. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Where did you see it? In the uh, in the harbour or out mm-hmm. in the bay? Did a little jump. Should we get out of this oh. fucking rain? Yeah, everyone <laughs> yeah. else is wearing like rain clothes, <laughs> and you can see you can see Alton kind of gives a <laughs> a nod, rain spraying off his hat as he does so. <laughs> Just the rest of you are all alright? We not too bad, all things said and done, Captain. We just uh thought we'd come out and watch watch uh, watch the kite flying and be ready just in case, you know. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you all. Yeah, you see you see Alternat opens his jacket and there is a there is a uh, there are like three healing potions from the ship's stalls there. <laughs> Not, not a bad idea, to be honest. Uh... Bless you. Right. Um, tell you what. Um, I will uh, join you all later. Get uh, get some rounds in, and um, I've got a, uh, some business we need to take care of first. Right, you're yeah, captain. See you at the pub. Right, see you at the pub. Molly gives you a kiss on the cheek. I'll see you later. I as return well. it. And she takes the little cousin. All right, let's get out of the let's let's get out of the rain now, little cousin. Okay. Love child priorities. What did you do today? It's just like such a great question when you're that age. (laughs) Saw some ships and a big fish and a little fish. Just like yes, (laughs) 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 it's wonderful. Oh. So, where do you head next? The slaughterhouse, I guess. Unless anyone else is feeling differently. No, let's go see the dragon. You make your way down to Goblin Town and asking around for a bit of directions, you are fairly quickly able to get down to uh, find your way to the slaughterhouse in question. Uh, you kind of shelter away from the rain and give a, and you actually find yourselves in front of a. Uh, it's not the main doors. The main doors are currently shut, but there is a side, uh, a certain barred from the inside. But there is a side door that's kind of for uh, people visiting and for the staff to get in. Uh, kind of an old, slightly—it's not actually old. It's just cr- somewhat crudely made wooden door, like just essentially two before planks nailed together. Uh, no, no real finishing on it, uh, but it does. But it does have a bolt from the inside. Uh, you give it a knock. And that after a moment, you just hear a voice. Yo, one moment. <clears throat> the ball is opened, and an unexpectedly familiarish uh, face greets you, as you see uh, a. Gr- 
gray, I believe gray-skinned orc, uh, kind of broken nose, missing an eye, uh, has an eye patch now. Uh, it's Bruno. What the? Hello. You're a bit more alive than I would have expected. So there is life after death, I was wondering. Hmm. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, the, the boss will see him. Right. How are the sausages uh. doing? <laughs> Give him a grin. He just gives you a slightly, like a black look with one eye. <laughs> and <laughs> and, st- and sulks away. <laughs> you, um, head... He's not good at customer service. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never gonna sell sausages that way. No, he isn't. It's gotta be a salesman, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, tittle is gonna do much better than Bruno's bangers. Mm, just saying. A good point. Just remember more about myself about that. Um, <laughs> so you head out, uh, but you do head inside, and um, Bruno sulkily and quietly leads you into a back area. Um, there are actually a few different compartments in this slaughterhouse. There are There is the main yard where animals are brought in to be, well, slaughtered. Um, and there are also, ju- there is also just a room just full of meat hooks with various carcasses in the process of butchery. Oh, this doesn't bring cleaning. back nice memories, does it? Oh, this is, yeah, this oh, is dear. absolutely fine. Nothing wrong with this. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, Bruno doesn't really seem to care, uh, be particularly off put it by it, but he does lead you into a much larger well sorry, much in a relatively small but still quite large back room where he knocks on the door and you hear a send them in from the other side. He opens the door and you make your way into what was clearly some sort of factory office uh, a lot of the existing furniture has been pushed to one side and a number of comfortable cushions have been brought in uh, upon which is lounging a horse-sized uh, black-scaled dragon, with uh, again those curious uh, those wings, like not not bat-like, but with thin, fine scales, like uh, that give it an almost feathered appearance to them, and just lambent green eyes. You can see that um, he has a tea set. He's at his tea set. Uh, on one side, there's a little smoke, uh, steam rising from it. And uh, he gestures to a series of three seats which have been prepared in advance in front of him, as well as a low table. Thank you for accepting my invitation. Thank you for inviting us. I believe it's our first time actually meeting face to face, as it were. Indeed. Yes. And thank you for conveying me here. Which is not a problem. I missed you. I missed you as well, Scamp. Perhaps the we book will club's have... not the same without you. <laughs> Nor you. I tried a book club. Sort of. I didn't. I didn't try at book no, club. Apparently, no, I'm not as good no. as you are at book club. Mm-hmm. No. We'll have to <laughs> play dominoes later. For now, tea. Yes, please. Yes, please. Lapsing gestures, and the teacup rises, pours into each one. 
it doesn't feel like the telekinetic force that um, that uh, Vasilisa is able to exert. It's more like he's directing something, and some unseen force is just carrying out an order. That's a nice trick. Yes, I learn. It's actually one that they teach schooled wizards. I bought a the uses of a tutor. Huh. It's a simple creature that it binds, but it does. He looks mm. between his eyes flick between five of you. Scamp, Celestia, the Pride Spirit, Corzin, and the ambivalent octopus. Hang on. Do you see spirits? All dragons see what is true. Didn't know that. Our eyes pierce the veil between and all illusions. Huh. Useful. Yeah. Kind of does a shrug with his forelimbs. We are simply made better. Oh, you don't want to stick with that rhetoric too much, darling. Can you fly? No, but I'm also not an arrogant ass, so, you know. Ah, I'm doing the arrogance thing again, aren't I, scamp? Yeah. I also <laughs> shouldn't have said that. That wasn't polite at all. Uh... No, no, it's Maybe fine. we just call, call that even? Maybe we just forget that. Sorry. It's all right. It's easily you are, done. Uh, arrogance comes easily to my kind. It is a weakness. We are proud. Uh, I know that problem. Indeed. It just sounded a lot like what my kind say about themselves, and I saw red a bit. Yes. That reaction is something I hope to avoid. It is a learning process. Hmm. I respect that. Now, <clears throat> he takes a, reaches out with his claws, takes a sip of tea. On to the business at hand. Your companion. Michael the full name? Uh, Michael John Boot. Hmm. I doubt there is anything I can do to get rid of the offer of the 5,000. But criminals talk. And sometimes if you use strong enough persuasion, you can make it clear that someone is off the menu. Hmm. However, that is going to take some effort. I can do it. But in exchange, I would like you to do me a favour, to help me out in my task. My mission, what I have been hired by the Fisher Kings to do, is to extend their network into the 13 colonies. 
Right now, crime here is unmanaged, free. It is wild, anarchic, and disruptive. If there must be crime, let it be organized. At least, that's the view the kings take. Is that more or less dangerous? I think it depends on your perspective. And who you are. Hmm. Still. Right, I can deal with these problems one by one, but it will take time. Years. It's going to take years regardless. But my main problem is that I can't be in two places at once. And an opportunity has arisen. Some, at least one, of the gangs in New Altmark have expressed an interest in accepting the patronage of the Fisher Kings and joining them. Unfortunately, that is because there is currently a five-way gang war going on in Newmark. And Ooh. they're on the losing side. Oh. I would like, if this is what I would request, I would like you to help bring, bring the kings more officially into Newmark. Certainly bring this gang in, help them stabilize their position, and ideally bring at least half of the gangs into the fold. Whether that means convincing them to join or getting rid of enough of the competition to bring the number down. Hmm. So you'd need three of five. Or two of four. Ah. Or one of two, but that might be a bit bloodthirsty. You don't need to kill them all. Just break up the leadership and it would do it. Nevertheless, I understand you are fairly persuasive and inventive. Yeah. I've been known. Yep. And if it does help, well... These are dangerous and unpleasant people, but of course, I am also working for dangerous, if sometimes more pleasant people. It is an offer. It will take me a degree of effort to wipe out interest in Michael's bounty effort that I could be spending on expanding my network. Mm. But Did the Fisher Kings uh, hire you on a long-term basis then? Yes. Mm. I am um, essentially provided uh, a stipend, some bounties for completing certain tasks and they're helping me with a long-standing problem that I have. What specifically do the Fisher Kings get out of it? I know that they want to expand their reach in Sunder, but surely it's more specific than that. Well, they must want something. Don't they? 
when it comes down to it, money. Mm. If they if they if they have a control over the crime in a city, they can take if not a well, they might take a tax or a cut from all of the income from smuggling, from sanctioned thefts, all of that business. But more importantly, they care about having friends. They care about mm. knowing that they have people to catch them if things get rough. Mm. And their, their listener is very focused on expanding their reach. Hmm. I just, I find myself, find myself with questions. If I rang in the big old smuggling group, it'd be nice to know the other people at the other end were on the same side. Definitely, but is there an end goal or do they just want more and more money and more and more reach and more and more power are they actually trying to do something or do they just want to security some people have grand world spanning schemes some people just want to get rich the thing to remember is that the fisher kings for the most part are criminals they Mm -hmm. like being in, they like having power, they like having money, they like the things that wealth brings. And many of the long standing members aren't interested in breaking the world, in upsetting things. Now, the sculptor, uh, Percy, don't tell him I took called him that. <laughs> is a good example of this. He just likes nice things. He likes the things that money buys, and he knows that he's going to live for a very long time. So he wants the security of knowing that he can keep up his habits. Most people don't really care about schemes of world conquest. Even the listeners, for all that they are given to expanding their network are limited in their ambition to just that, expanding their network. So no, I I suppose if there is something to fear from them, and there is, it is simply that they are a powerful, selfish network of individuals. They're an oligarchy, not an empire. Hmm. Hmm. So they they profit in some ways more by the status quo remaining than oh, anything yeah. else. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Hmm. They don't sound like the sort of people I like. Oh, they're not the sort of people you like. But they are useful people to have in your roster of allies. Anybody perturbed by the fact there's a there's a parallel here between them and Golden Prance and Guildenstern? Uh, no, because I always thought bankers were criminals. Well, 
But I mean, they're operating in pretty much the same way. Yeah, bankers are criminals. Mm. I don't know which side of that comparison we should be insulted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking they sound like somebody else, to be honest. Yeah? My sister. Oh no, she does want to see the world burn. True, but she uses that excuse. I like nice things. I don't like other people having my things. Mm. A lot of people say that. A lot more sinister than it sounds. I always try and make it sound innocent. It never is. You know, if I like nice things means I like turning people into statues and carving smiles on them. Just yeah. not sure how I feel, but I know how I feel. I feel deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> There'd be something wrong with you if you didn't. It's just all a bit Kulena and having friends in the right places and it's all it just all sounds like the same shit. I know my family have higher higher ambitions than that. We oh, no, think it... we don't know exactly what, but what? It can all be terribly distasteful. Just a little bit familiar, you know? Mm. That could be me reading into things too deeply. Again, Lab Sang shrugs. Everywhere has their problems. Hmm. It could be argued that the Draconic Archipelago is a paradise, so long as you stick to the law. Everyone has a place. And Ew. everyone. Yes, indeed. That sounds horrible. Yeah, I hate it. No. Let's not go there. It's very peaceful. But, um, yes. You could say the fucking Underdark's peaceful. Graves are peaceful. It's anything but There's peaceful There's even a whole right saying now. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm saying shrugs a little. The offer is there, but as much as I do genuinely like you, Scamp, I have limited time, and I know the num the number of strings I would need to pull to take care of your problem this way does represent a significant effort. I understand that. It wasn't a no. Yeah. It was a, we need to have a little chat about this. Of course. And thank you for being willing to help. Um, yeah. Not dismissing that. I realised I was in a position to assist. <sighs> God, the world's complicated, isn't it? Yep. Hmm. When do you need an answer by? Well, I'm not going anywhere, but at least yeah. not for several months. It's going to take a while to straighten out the gangs in this place. <laughs> not to mention setting up an infrastructure before I leave. You would not believe how much admin is involved in taking over a criminal underworld. 
<laughs> I could believe it, but what, also what the genuinely paperwork. Oh. Aren't the local authorities going to be a bit um, perturbed, to put it mildly, if they find that there's a, a, a dragon in the city? I'm quite good at staying hidden. I mean, I considering this is the first time I've seen you, yeah. like, fair enough. <laughs> Thank you for respecting my privacy in the hold. It's all right, you didn't hurt Scamp, so it was fine. I will take advantage of whatever uh, arrangements already exist with the authorities to preserve my anonymity, I'm sure. I'm afraid that uh, Bruno out there is very much at the bottom of the food chain. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't seem like he was anything other than that. Mm. Yes. I mean, Bruno is bangers. Oh, really? You're never going to rule a city with a name like that. Fucking hell. He can't even rule a sausage company like that. I shall start up a gang called Celestia Sausages. <laughs> <laughs> and we shall have the run of the place. <laughs> no, it should be Scamp Sausages. Oh, no, that's much better. You can better. be in my gang. Yes. You see a little draconic curl of the lip <laughs> at, this, <laughs> at that. Well... If you do change your mind, you can send to me. There's not really been a mind made. We just made yeah. a chat. I understand. It's not a no. If I, if you're still in town when you make a decision, my door is, well, closed, but you can knock. If you are out of town, you can send to me. Mm. Would you like a little... I can understand if you might want a while to think on it. Take as long as you need, but um, I won't start we... putting out the word until I have your word, mm. if you understand. But if we agree to do it and give our word that we'll do everything we can, will you start with the Michael thing? Cause oh, absolutely. It... Okay. It's not a. It won't start till we've done this situation. Uh, really it's going time. to take me... Um, <clears throat> it's going to take me a little time to put enough of the fear of me into people for it to work. So, hmm. it's in my, it's in my interest to start when you start. Mm. Okay. So right. that by the time you're finished, it'll all be set in stone. There are quite a few murderers for hire in a, on a continent, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we've been learning. Hmm. Would you like a little information about about the situation in Newmark should you decide to go there anyway? Yes, please. Yes, please. Well, here's a little of what I know about my side of things. There are five serious gangs. Maybe four, but I'm including an extra one because they're the ones who got in contact with me. Hmm. So... The most, the two big fish in the pond are the Bowstring Boys and the Five Friars Gang. Why do they all have such stupid what names is, here? What are these how is anyone scared of, of them? Gangs. <laughs> <laughs> I shall start up a gang and I shall call it. Uh, I'll call it the 
I don't know. I was going to think of a funny name, and I just couldn't think of anything. Something alliterative. I'm going to... It's one of those I'm going to call it the chocolate box. You start I out... I don't know why. You start out with a gang name that appeals to you and your immediate friends. You grow bigger, but then everyone knows you by that name. I shall start a gang called the Zealous Xylophones. And whenever we're coming, people <laughs> will oh, hear digging from down the alleyway. <laughs> They'll learn to fear the sound of a xylophone. <laughs> I mean, the guards are going to find you super fast. <laughs> you have a point. There is such but a they're probably as... going to arrest a lot of innocent musicians first. <laughs> yes, they are. I'll just hire people to play xylophones at random. They won't know who it is. <laughs> buskers beware. That's another good gang name. Buskers beware. They only kill buskers. <laughs> Sorry, what was the first one again? The Bowstring Boys. <laughs> named, I should write this down. Named partly because they come from the Bow District in Newmark. Not because they play a mean violin. They might. But I am told that they have been known to garrote people with bowstrings. Ooh. Oh no. Oh, I was thinking bows is in the weapons, yeah. A showstring boys. What was the first one? All I can remember is Sausage Fest. <laughs> and it definitely isn't that. <sighs> the bowstring boys and the five friars gang. Five friars. Five friars. Who they come from people? the neighbourhood of five friars. Hmm. Makes sense. Oh, Friars Like a Monk. I've written yes. that down wrong. Oh, me too. <laughs> I've written it like like chips. <laughs> so have I. <laughs> How do we ever get anything done, honestly? I'd like to point out, by the way, that while I have made these names up, they are based on real historical gang names. Oh, no, no, no. Names. Gang names were this oh, stupid. Yeah, like, yeah, they genuinely yeah. were. Like, I know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> The though the pair of those are the most significant. I know that they have political support. They own people in charge to some degree. The other three of note are the Sunset Girls, named for their tendency to strike after sunset. We heard that name before, out of character. <laughs> yes, in a different campaign. Oh, yes, in a different that's campaign. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's, ah, now I remember. Yes. That was our previous campaign that was also a gang. Excellent. We broke the leader's girlfriend out of prison. We did. <laughs> oh, it was well good. Was because sometimes fun. I just recycle names. <laughs> um, they are essentially river bandits, from what I understand. They prey on the shipping. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nevertheless, they uh, have been known to slit a few throats. The rumor is you have to kill someone to join the crew. Hmm. Grizzly. Don't get me wrong. The bowstring boys and the five friars look very legitimate, but they have their own share of throat cutters amongst them. Which includes, to a degree, the 30 cutthroats. Really? Yes. Do what they... happens if one of them dies? I have this, this question. What I'm... if somebody wants to join? Do they kill someone? I think it's a one-in, one-out policy. Oh, wow. Like we thought that town was. 
Or maybe it's just the name. Well, if they've missed, like, they've lost someone, what did they do in between hiring? Are they the 29 cutthroats for a little bit? If you named your gang of murderers, I don't know, the Crazy 88 or something, would you really expect there to be exactly 88 members? Yes. I would expect it to do exactly what it said it would. God's fucking damn it. (laughs) Otherwise, I would be dreadfully disappointed. I'd be surrounded by 88, was it 88? 88 crazy people. And I count, and there'd only be 87. I'd be like, for fuck's sake, I want you to do my murder properly. So there. Presumably yeah. the 88th one would be the boss. Uh, no, we're getting off topic. It's an issue to take up with the 30 cutthroats. We'll have to ask them. <laughs> That'll get them on side. <laughs> <laughs> we're really good at getting people on side. And the last group are the ones who've expressed an explicit interest in helping, in joining our side, mm-hmm. are the Dead Eyes. Dead eyes. Oh, okay. They are. That's a recycled name as well, Shay. It's also a dead recycled <laughs> name, yes. I understand they're part of the Ferocious neighborhood there. Their leader, who has expressed the interest, at least so the listener informs me, is one Azra Bayar. She. Azra. Seems, well, easy enough to work with, from what I've heard. If only that she's willing to work with us at all. Hmm. <sighs> Where do we look for these people? You can't just like, ask for a gang in the pub. That won't go well. You can ask around. Although, in the case of the Dead Eyes, at least... Mm-hmm. Let's see. Ah, yes. I believe that you can get a meeting with Azra by visiting the. Ah, yes, there we go. You can get there by visiting the Masaya Barbers. Masaya. On yes, on Seventeenth Street. Uh-huh. It's very nice. They have all of their streets arranged in a convenient grid. I gotta say, it's a really yeah. boring naming thing. It is really boring. How it's useful, but I'd imagine you, it's really easy to find places. Hmm. Unless the numbers are random. Yeah. In which case, that's a problem. I wouldn't know. I haven't well, been yet. It would make sense, like there would be if there's if you're starting a town, there's like the first street, and then, then there's the second one, etc., etc., etc. But what if they're all in different places? Like if you've made them all intersecting, so that at the end you've just got like what looks like a series of random numbers if you weren't there from the start. Interesting. Ah. I look forward to finding out what the numbers mean. Lapsang reaches hmm. over to a desk which has been pushed to the side and. Pulls open a cabinet, uh, pulls up a, open a drawer, and takes out a little something, uh, which he extends, puts into the air. Actually, just holds up, gestures with his other claws, and it floats out of his hand and over to you, Scamp. It appears to be Ooh. a small, of all things, a sil- a fishing hook 
made of silver and delicately carved with just little, uh, just essentially like little scroll work along it. Well, this is very pretty. I have a few. They've been, if you head to the Masaya Barbers, present this and say you have a message from the king, then you will have your meeting. Hmm. If Useful. Just in case you decide to take up my offer at a later date. Hmm. Or I suppose if you have need of them while you're there, regardless. Hmm. Though, if you do come with that greeting, they will be expecting some assistance hmm. in their turf war. Right. Right. I don't know much of the details of their respective feuds and rivalries. You'll need to find that out in, well, in the place itself. Hmm. We can do that. Yeah. Probably. We're good at being nosy. <laughs> that is very true. Mm. Finding things out in general. Oh. Small, a small note. Um, there is. I suppose you would be doing this for me. If you do find yourself um, eliminating any of the leadership, do make me aware. There is a. I do have some bounties I've been accorded for taking care of problems like that, and I'll. Well, I'll just ensure they're sent on to you. Only seems fair. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Thank you. Hmm. A question. Yes. Would it only be criminal gangs who are onto Michael's bounty? Or are there other people we need to worry about? Uh, I mean, I suppose you need quite a clue here's behind the thing. you. There are, even with my persuasion, there will be people who try their hand, but all of the professionals will know that Michael is off the menu. And most of the non-professionals aren't going to have much luck against Mill Hill. Ah, you've well, arranged... That, that would be the hope. You've arranged protection already. Good. Yes. Yeah. Well, they should easily be able to take care of the riffraff. Hmm. My help will stop anyone... serious. That's what we need. That might be enough. Yeah. All right, good to know. I think, uh, kind of look over at the suit for approval on this one. I think we'll, we probably need a chat and we'll get back to you soon. Do. Yeah. Yeah. And Scamp, whenever yes. you're in town, do come by. I'd like to play dominoes with you again. I'll win this time. <laughs> you win Possibly. most times. <laughs> I feel like you're letting me win sometimes, though. I'm really not. You're surprisingly good at dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> well then, farewell. Oops, farewell. To you soon. Inclines his head, and gesturing again, the invisible force brings over some paperwork, which, with a sigh, he dips a claw in some ink and starts doing the admin associated with taking over a criminal underworld. <laughs> 
<laughs> Surprising oh. amount of paperwork. Adaminty Domino Dragon, yes. <laughs> Very oh, good. I love him. I'm obsessed. Admin T Domino Dragon sounds like something I would have in my notes. It does, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you write notes. <laughs> Bruno, one-eyed glowering, escorts you back out of the, uh, Bye, out of the slaughterhouse. Good luck with the sausages. Yeah, save us some. Slab. <laughs> God, we're dicks, aren't we? Uh. <laughs> Uh, There's a point at which um, gloating becomes cruel. I don't think we've quite got there yet. Really? No. Are you sure? The man <laughs> lost an eye and we were like, oh, how are the sausages, Mr. Banger? <laughs> I think we're there. He did we're try to kill there. us. Well, he did try to kill us. And also it was really funny in our defence. Yeah, that um, is Like, really, really funny. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're the worst. Oh. I'm sorry I didn't just jump at that. Um, it's really no, convenient. That, you're right. So, where would you like to head next? To the pub. My instinct is pub for a chat. Okay. Do you want, yeah. to, do you want to head back to the saloon? Oh, we love the saloon. <laughs> it's our favourite place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so well, the, probably. The, the place that we arranged to meet up with the others. Yeah, which is probably oh, the saloon. True. They're saying yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, I mean, your options are could be the Rolling Thunder, or there is actually a Dockers Inn called the Pickled Egg. Uh, oh, we could go as a pickled egg. That sounds adorable. I it imagine that's probably adorable. where most of the crew would have gone as uh, you know more mariner types. Should um, we do that? Let's do that. All right, one moment. It's so, a good inn name, isn't it? The pickled egg. Is it good? Yeah. You head to the pickled egg. Uh, I just grab this. There we go. And you find a slightly, um, slightly cramped-looking building. Uh, it's it is built in that sort of red bricky sort of style, uh, but there is a, a, a but with. A lot of, quite a lot of uh, seating crammed inside. Uh, it is dim as well. There are windows. Um, it's just that the windows have been covered up with all manner of bric-a-brac, like candles in bottles, interestingly shaped little uh, little bits of like sculpture and statuary. It seems like whoever runs this uh, this pub is a bit of a collector. Um, there is over the, by the, uh, the there is actually um, on the bar a large jar full of pickled eggs. Yay! Uh, and Yay. the tavern itself is kind of dim. Um, there is a mixture of of uh, there, there's quite a mix of pipe smoke uh, in the air as well, uh, and uh, which gives it a slightly bluish uh, haze. And there are yeah, we're we're kind of into the evening by this point. Uh, there is a lot a, a fair degree of um, chatter from the many sailors uh, who are drinking and grousing and uh, bickering, uh, and many of which are just quite glad to be out of the bloody rain. <laughs> um, <laughs> The barman, uh, a burly orc, uh, looks you up and down, start, and before even before you even have a chance to order, just starts pouring you two whiskies and a glass of sarsaparilla. You're ahead of the game. Yep. One egg, please. Uh, maybe <laughs> two eggs, please. 
<laughs> Open the stairs, you want pick an egg? a jar. <laughs> Just literally gets like these little wooden uh, sticks right and moment, pokes thanks. them through an egg. You get an egg on a stick each. Never had uh, a pickled egg. I got a stick. Weird concept, pickled egg. Ooh. There'll, there'll be uh, two, two silver or five copper. That's quite steep, isn't it? Uh, two silvers is... Actually, no. Uh, for the whiskey... No, whiskey... Uh, da, 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 da. It's quite steep for the... Uh, it would be quite steep if you were having ale. There's not... It's not. It's a little steep for the whiskey. Um, is he looking hostile? Roll an insight check. Uh, always forget what my insight is. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12. Not great. Um, he doesn't look hostile, but you do notice he has poured you the good whiskey. Eh, I pay it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get this. He clearly, it appears it appears that he just reckoned that's the one you'd want and would be able to pay for it based on your incredibly swanky outfit. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, yeah. Yeah, you clink. You clink, you taste the whiskey. It is actually quite, it is actually surprisingly good whiskey given, oh, that's the, nice. given the, uh, the, the, the expectation that this would be kind of a dive. <laughs> There's a lovely sort of smoky aftertaste to it. It says, you be uh, one in lunch. I should say it wouldn't be lunch. Any, any supper? Sure. What What do you do? Thinks for a, uh, for a moment uh, and pulls out like kind of like a like a chalk. You know those like uh, those slates where you just scribble stuff on and chalk. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Squints at, frankly, his own kind of indescribable, like inscrutable scrawl. Uh, the man can, like, the old can write. Um, he just has really horrible handwriting. <laughs> yeah. Sympathies. Oh. <laughs> looks like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Looks like on- we got onion soup. Uh, we got beef broth soup. Um, we got mm, bread with some turkey and stuff. Turkey and stuff. Mm, stuffing. Oh, stuffing. Mm. Um, just turkey and stuff was like. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'd be so up for that. <laughs> Not that scripted. <laughs> go, go on then. I have some onion soup. Onion um, soup. Me too. Onion um, soup. Gordon. Oh, let's, let's go uh, onion soup as well. Um, Excellent. Now I'll be three cup. Cup. <laughs> I'll do this as well. It's on me. Go steps into the into oh, the no kitchen the last one, adjoined to the uh, bar and comes out with three uh, wooden bowls with some steaming onion soup. They all come with a small uh, roll of uh, crusty bread. It's it feels like it's not stale, um, it, but it's not like fresh out of the oven either. This was clearly baked this morning. Okay. No butter though. This isn't the kind of place. <laughs> but onion yeah. soup, very onion exciting. Soup and, uh, 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 and bread, nevertheless. As you, and also eggs on sticks. Yeah, as you kind of Best muscle into a into a corner booth, uh, as a as a few rowdy sailors make their way uh, out, uh, you are able to settle down with your quite vinegary pickled eggs. I think uh, yes. I did roll, and it is Celestia's first pickled egg. Yeah, <laughs> so. it is. It is astonishingly vinegary. Yeah, sometimes I roll privately for really serious things, and sometimes I just roll to see whether she's had pickled eggs or not. Um, she hasn't. <laughs> wow, that's a lot, isn't it? Oof. Yeah. 
Pickled eggs are an experience. I mean, Who knew? Oof. It's an egg and pickled. I don't know what you're expecting. I, just, I, yeah, I don't know what I expected, but it's just like rubbery and tastes of vinegar. I'm going to eat it. It's not bad. It's just weird. <laughs> so, you are able to... You are. A, it's not exactly private, but there is enough loud kind of back chatter going on throughout this uh, throughout uh, throughout this pub that you are able to have a fairly private conversation without much chance of people overhearing you. I imagine we just kind of gave any crew like a sort of one minute gesture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do see a few of them. Uh, you see. Alton is with uh, Alton is with Zhang uh, and a couple of other crew members drinking. They kind of salute a pint at you as you uh, uh, as you go. To I raise my egg on a stick. At them. <laughs> a couple of them have eggs on sticks as well. They're, they're part way through them. The, apparently, the pickled eggs are really quite popular here. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's the name. Why wouldn't you? Um, you do notice uh, one other. Uh, you do notice there's another knot of your crew. As um, you see a slightly exasperated-looking courage next to several very drunk, very rowdy spider tieflings, one of them is already passed out on the table, just like fending fending people off, trying to break up them, getting into arguments with other sailors. <laughs> Message Jim. Do you need any assistance? It's fine. <laughs> I've had three days of this. None of them know how to handle their drink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see, courage, courage has a, has like a glass of sarsaparilla in front of him, <laughs> which he's sipping from disconsolately. Oh, want some company when we're done with business? Yes, please. <laughs> All right. See you in a bit. Nevertheless, you settle down on your own for a given value of on your own. Hmm. How are we feeling? about this well once again we're in a situation where uh, by doing this we are um, furthering the agenda essentially of the uh, the Fisher Kings which is mixed to put it mildly there are just so many phrases I recognised it made me really uncomfortable oh he just likes nice things he just wants power and influence. Just wants a comfortable life with lots of security. Knows he's going to live for hundreds of years and wants to be secure in that position. Oh, it's just—it's just a bit of a minefield, to be honest. It's not just him, though, is it? It's all the Fisher Kings. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that makes it better or worse. I don't know. And the thing is, as well. Both ends of this make make me uncomfortable because if we don't get rid of Michael's bounty, if I just put aside the being worried as shit about Leah for 30, 30 seconds, which is not easy, but I'm going to do it. Uh, if I put that aside for a second, uh, without Michael, some real shit happens. Oh, yeah. No, we need to sort a way of protecting Michael that's that's not in question here and is it worth helping a gang take over a city to make sure that a lot of people are free and that somebody good has some influence over the war because it might be here's the other thing there is a gang war happening 
The people yeah. get hurt in those. Yeah. Innocent people get hurt. That that's not gonna change because if we just walk away. It's there not. will be a war until someone wins. There will, and also I mean, horribly generally less people might die if somebody's in charge of the crime. Yeah. This is true. I think it very much depends on which gang ends up on top. Yeah. So possibly a, um, a deciding factor should be, like, if we're going to do this, then who do we go after? Yeah. And who do we aid? Yeah, who do we, uh, who do we attempt to leave behind in this arrangement? Hmm. That's not code for kill, by the way, necessarily. No, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <sighs> Just... Oh, it's a whole mess. Yeah. It's a trade-off that really might be worth it, but we, I felt like we yeah. needed to talk about it rather than just saying yes. Yeah, yeah. On a purely selfish level, it is worth it. It's just that we're having to consider the wider world here. Well, if we try and not be selfish, that's that's what we've got to worry about, you know? Because, um, yeah, what what does the Fisher Kings being in charge mean? Is it is it worse, <laughs> you know? Well, let's look at the towns the way we've seen them and what they do. Hmm. Let's think about it, because when, when we've helped them previously, there was a time we stopped that drug family that had gotten out of hand for mm. them. Yeah, they were doing some bad shit, honestly. Yeah, that that was a good thing they were doing, like, on the Fisher Kings. Yeah. And there was the, the scalpel in, El, uh, in Alessandre, and, well, we didn't really have much uh, time to get uh, to get to know the Mason, but, um... Yeah, <laughs> you know? Didn't feel strongly about him either way, really. Then, of course, there was uh, the silversmith, who was terrifying. I never met that one. Alright, they appeared to be a halfling who was about 19, but I would be willing to bet that that halfling has been 19 for about 300 years. What? Oh, yeah. Well, we definitely talked about this one, the... The whole, the, the definitely, like... Oh, the vampires the vampire being real one? thing. Yeah. yeah, I think I just deleted that. Yeah, though I did for a moment there. Yeah, no, you... And I was there. You told me that at a point that was already very traumatic on multiple levels, and I think I just deleted it. Yeah, yeah well... It, well, that that's is... That's a, a thing to consider. Um, they're the one, possibly one of the few people that, um isn't going to be uh, entirely perturbed by the fact there will be no air left at some point. Do they need to breathe? Is that is that not a thing for vampires? Do they well, just not, need like, blood? I mean, like other undead don't need to breathe. Mythology, yeah, that's a wow. <laughs> okay, I don't know how accurate it is. Well, they exist, so maybe it's all true. Uh, Next episode on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party attempt to suffocate a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to try it, just see if it works. We're not even yeah. trying to kill them, we're just, yeah. <laughs> the vampire just sat there bored, like, are you done yet? Are you? <laughs> like, like, this this kink is not working for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs>
I mean, from where I'm sitting, I'm, I'm trying to do the thing where I cut off all my feelings and add up the maths like, like I used to a bit more. And from where I'm sitting, the maths feels worth it. If we let this yeah. gang take over a city so Michael's still there, so good things can still happen, the people will still be free, the war will have a good influence, etc, etc. That's putting aside all the personal stuff, and it feels worth it, but I also feel really uncomfortable, and it's weird, and... help. <laughs> this is gonna sound perhaps... arrogant, but... If we are involved in whatever way we end up being involved with this, we at least get to decide to some degree how things happen. I know that's not necessarily um, what we came into this to do, but is it not is it not better to be in a position where you can perhaps do some good for people rather than just walk away for fear of doing bad? Fuck me, you're wise at times. Do you know that? Weird. No, do my you, best like anyone. You honestly have a strong point, though. We could. This would happen without us. Mm. Like, yep. And we could attempt to I turn didn't... the tide, so it would be best case scenario. Yeah. Like, I'm not stupid. I didn't um, uh, decide to um, uh, uh, to kill the kraken because I thought it wouldn't change the world for the better. Oh, but just because you fancied my... it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't my main goal. Like, oh, I, I can't even think about that most days. Bit much, innit? It's something I think I'm gonna just have to deal with as and when it may happen, because if I try to second-guess myself, I'll go mad. Bit by bit is how we kill a Kraken. Yeah. Quite so. I mean... I mean, all Figur at once in a big, scary battle. Uh, that was that was supposed well, yeah. to be like a like a metaphor, but it just sounded like right, we have to okay. go and chop tiny bits off it every couple of months. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. I think it noticed. <laughs> I think it would. <laughs> it's what the Wendish sometimes refer to as salami tactics, slice by slice. Mm. Ah. Okay. From where I'm sitting, it kind of looks like we're doing this. How's everybody else feeling? Yeah. Yes, so yeah. Um, I mean, should I just send to him? Yeah, tell him I we're in. I think so. Alright. Yeah, there's, there's not really another option, is there? I think this is where we're at. Okay. Oh. Gather the rainbow spirit into quite a large ball these days. Um, <laughs> and just say... Gratefully accepting your offer. Thank you. Keep us updated with any new developments. We will do same. Enjoy dominoes later. See you whenever. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> the spirits return. Excellent. I will begin immediately. It will take me a couple of weeks, but your friend will be off the menu. Good luck. 
I thought. Yeah. Hmm, we should probably tell Michael and Leah this is happening. Yep. Yeah. That might, sounds reasonable. Might do that now as well, just while we're sat here. You do that. I'll go and uh, tell Molly what's happening. Yeah, I do. Uh, yep. <laughs> gather the spirits, spirit together again. Yeah. Uh, Leah. <laughs> it's like a long pause. <laughs> <laughs> Hope all is well. Pulled some strings. Bounty still a thing, but professional criminals and scary people not coming, hopefully. Good luck. Best wishes. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> she just like puts her head and it has best wishes. What was that? Who says that? Yours sincerely. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Talking to your ex is really hard. Yeah. Oh, what are you saying? It's really so awkward. awkward. Oh, it's so awkward. <laughs> the spirits return. I... Thank you. That's great news. We're still sorting things out. But we'll make our way to Thunder's Watch in the next week. Take care. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, I don't like this precedent <laughs> we've set. <laughs> take care and best wishes. It's like we're aunties now. Oh, well, take care is better than best wishes. Oh, best wishes oh. is really awful. It's awful. <laughs> Uh, that's that's on a level with this finds you in good health. Oh, shut up! Oh no, she's got her head on oh. the table and like there's like a purple blush going on. When Corzin returns, so, he Cor- will bring another whiskey. Yeah. Corzin, as you've just gone over, talked to, uh, uh, informed Molly and Corzin. Corzin is busy uh, drinking some uh, sarsaparilla. Is looking a little hopped up on the sugar in it, um, mm-hmm. and is being entertained by various stories uh, from the uh, from, from the crew members. Um, there's there, some of these stories are a little blue, uh, to be blunt, <laughs> but part of this. Uh, part of it is ameliorated by the fact that, uh, well, Corzin is quite young, and uh, <laughs> it's like too like too young to notice. And part like of, totally over the top of the head. And part of it's ameliorated ameliorated by the fact that I mean, he has already spent several months at sea. Even if he doesn't yeah. understand it, he's heard a lot of this stuff <laughs> already. Yep. Um, in in this in this particular case, uh, I'm just checking who it is. Uh, this would be Auden, uh, the burly, bald uh, seaman here uh, with, the, uh, with the lucky rabbit's foot. Uh, telling could be the worse, s- could have been Vig. Yep. <laughs> telling the... Uh, uh, kind of, uh, you kind of catch him midway through. Right. And then, then that's when I want... That's when I had to take care of the... Uh, uh, I, I had six big purple monsters coming right towards me, purple-headed monsters. And um, he looks up. And I swatted them all, one by one, with with but a quick 
a quick gesture from my hands didn't take long. Uh, I'm quite good with me. You can see you appearing fists. Uh, and while there was a while there was a bit of a mess, I'd have to say I emerged victorious. Wow. Look at him, ill disguising the fact he's very amused, but also going. You're telling my son this story, who is eight. <laughs> He's sort of telling the, the group in general, and everyone else there is laughing, and they've all kind of realised what's happening at the same time. <laughs> Cause it. I will buy them around. <laughs> Fuck it. You spend a silver, get everyone some some, uh, some beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, after informing Motley, picking up, you pay another silver for the good stuff. Uh, get another whiskey to bring yep. back. The three of you notice a an, a figure enter, a halfling, uh, with a big box uh, with a little steam coming from it. Uh, get your wieners! Get your wieners! Uh, I would like a wiener, please. Oh! Yes, yes, please! <laughs> hello, hello there! How's it going? <laughs> Tell me everything right now. Well, it's been going really great. Uh, I've been cooking up this uh, this this first batch to try and test out. Uh, I've got a, I suppose, a one for each of you. Uh, which is causing a, would you like to try a regular uh, WWW wiener? I, I would be delighted. Is there like a, um, uh, a collective noun for a group of wieners? Uh, I want to say like a sausage party. Uh, a sausage party. A, a party. Sausage a fest. Party. A fest. There you go. A fest. There we go. Of wieners. Wow. Wow. Sausage fest. <laughs> you know, you could just shorten WWW wieners. I'm assuming Celestia's like yeah. a couple of whiskeys in now. She's wieners. Now that. Oh, that's a bright idea. Yeah, get your Is it? wieners. <laughs> yeah. There's actually some interest from the various sailors who are curious and. Uh, but he, would you like yours? Uh, would you like it uh, straight with some sauce uh, in a bun? Uh, uh, actually, no. He doesn't say in a bun. He's like straight with some sauce and notices the br- like causing because of the chatter. You haven't really done had your bread bun. Like it's still by the yeah. side. It's quite kind of a long bun. And he goes, "Wait a minute." Gets a little knife, cuts open your bun, <gasps> puts the sausage <laughs> into the bun. <laughs> Adds a little, and that's why we invested in you. This is a genius idea. <laughs> adds, a, adds some little, some little onions, slices, a couple of different sauces. Now, why don't you give that a try? <laughs> who, does, who is he presenting? He's, uh, he's presenting this one to Corson. This is the first bread one. <laughs> yeah. okay. with the bread. Um, he will um, bite into it. It's, mm. It is strange. Um, it is a sausage. But you've never tasted a sausage that's been less like a sausage. It's like as you bite into it, there's it's there's an int- there's a bizarre complement of flavors. The onions and the sauces really do something for it. It's, it's going well with the bread. But when you look into normally when you see a sausage, you bite into a sausage and there's just like like that sort of gristle and meat and like maybe bits of onions and spices mm-hmm. and herbs and stuff. This is like concentric rings like really thin concentric rings of meat almost like someone like just like curled uh, skin around itself over and over and pressed it somehow formed it into the shape of a sausage um it doesn't even have the texture of a sausage it's like biting into it's a bit like biting into rubber but it tastes of meat and it's it's not good but it's strangely moorish 
It's like a tiny tree trunk. <laughs> yeah, you finish it and you're not exactly satisfied, but you want another one. <laughs> well, it's definitely very Moorish, I'll tell you that. And uh, for, for the I want to buy you, one for the whole table. Well, Around for the table. Around oh, if you want to. Sure, uh, there's. Yeah, you, you give. Like, no, no, I mean, just for the three of you, no charge. And of course, I need to show you, give you your sausages. Do you want them in a yes. bun as well or yes. on their own? Yes, uh, yes, yes. Why not? Puts them in, gets, cuts your buns, which you haven't uh, yet really. Like, you start in the soup, but you've just not really got into the buns yet because of the chatter. So, uh, for you, I've got the uh, Celestia Sizzle. And this I one love. is. Yeah, this one is. Um, you kind of bite into it and. Hmm, there's curry in it. It's got kind of like it got Ooh. strangely curryish flavour to it. Oh, it's spicy. It's, I like it's, it. It's basically. I curry. do a minor illusion, so it appears like the sausage goes, Celestia Sizzle, nice to be. <laughs> <laughs> now that. Oh, if there was some way I could package that maybe I should just maybe I should just put it on the side of my car that could be fun um, uh, you will have to credit me of course I demand a painting of me with it well if you're fine with this putting your image on the side of a car well I invested that series fine okay <laughs> and for well, you it's a hilarious um, thing to be famous for of course we have the uh, scamp surprise oh why is it surprising it's a surprise. <laughs> I have to try this immediately. You bite into it, it is spicy as fuck. <laughs> that is a surprise! <laughs> She's going to hastily gulp down some sarsaparilla to wash it down. Sorry, I'm resistant Oh yeah, you're fire. resistant to fire. It's actually like, it, for you, yeah, this would be blazing to anyone else. Tiefling though, that's fine. It's oh, I like the thought that tieflings are like spice resistant. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I'd always imagine that. For, for that <laughs> I have but I love spice it. Spice is not hot. It's, yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine that to, to classical tiefling cooking is actually quite spicy as a result. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Lots of chilies and such. We've established that like, drow tea is really spicy, so I'm yeah. assuming that spice is a yeah. thing that I've had. Yeah. yeah. Fun. Yeah, I love that tieflings are resistant to spice. <laughs> it's so canon and it's so fun. <laughs> Now, uh, excuse me, I'm, I'm gonna carry on I'm with the rest sell of my your test. Wiener wears. Yeah. Get your wieners! A wiener <laughs> for every mouth! <laughs> yes! It's the best 50 gold I've ever spent. You watch as. <laughs> honestly, um. Paint my image on the side of your wiener wagon. <laughs> I do buy a round for the, the sausages for the table. Oh, okay, you, you. Like, you pay a, a, a copper and he gives you three sausages uh, three more sausages uh, three more wieners although or did you mean for the entire crew uh for the crew okay for the crew <laughs> then uh i'll say that because there's like about 10 of them there you pay five coppers because he's kind of doing them like half a half a you know that he, he does you a good rate but yeah he he very quickly sells off most of the sausages that he has and although it's all in copper pieces he's raking it in Mm. And again, there's this general experience of they're not exactly good, but I want more. Mm. Me and Jason have been eating a lot of hot dogs in quarantine. <laughs> He's like giving me looks. So we're like, we'll have one. And we're like, hmm. It was disgusting. Another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the experience of having a hot dog. That's what it is. Mm. 
<laughs> I got some crisps like that. I keep buying them and I hate them and I keep buying them and then I eat them all. We, we, Except crisps. for the onion flavour ones, which I post to my brother because <laughs> that is what we're doing now. Love that you post crisps to your brother. It's so weird. Crisps have become a weird luxury because they are not a dense item when we do the weekly shop. Like, mm. you just, mm. like, you know, you're having to be so economical with space. Yeah, we, yeah. we don't buy crisps anymore. Anyway, moving away oh, from anyway. bizarre. Passing over crisps. Uh. <laughs> Passing over crisps. Um, yeah, you you have your you have your wieners, uh, and have made your your designs. Oh, actually, as he finishes off the um, as he finishes off uh, uh, his cart, uh, Wilbur uh, Walter Wilbur Wilker Warbertittle uh, comes back. Oh, um, that reminds me, uh, uh, her ladyship uh, wanted to uh, uh, said if I saw you again, I should pass you a message. Oh yeah, what's that? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, she uh, wanted to send her apologies. Uh, she, uh, I think she, she said something about inviting you round to her townhouse. Uh, she's had to uh, go, she's had to uh, head uh, further west uh, to uh, uh, f- uh, to one of the other, uh, to one of the other cities. On oh, do distance. you know where? Uh, she, just a moment. I uh, think she was visiting a few of them. Uh, I think Aptak, Newmark, huh. uh, maybe uh. on to, uh, I forget the name of the third one, uh, Pohoi, I'm not really sure. Huh. She's, yeah, yeah, she's got a bunch of factories all over the place. Fair enough. Um, but well, maybe we'll bump into her elsewhere then. Maybe we'll see if she's in town when we get there. I haven't figured out how to preserve these for travel, but uh, uh, next, uh, but uh, uh, or I give you some to take uh, with with you. Wait, he looks over at the salted uh, egg, at the pickled eggs. <laughs> give, I've got a few left. Do you want? Do you want a jar of these pickles to take back? Yes, with you? yes, a hundred, yes, yeah, yeah, he, thousand percent. Uh, again, like doesn't charge <laughs> because it's you are his primary investors. Uh, he he goes and retrieves. Uh, he goes and essentially just pays a penny for, uh, for some for, for a jar of pickle leftover pickle uh, <laughs> vinegar. Pickles a few of the uh, several of the of these wieners of the different varieties. Uh, it's mostly the standard Warbertittle uh, with a few hmm. su- Celestia sizzles and scamp surprises, uh, <laughs> and presents them to you so that you can have. Yeah, you can you can try like here. Uh, get your friends to try them. Maybe within a few months we'll be selling them all over the colonies. A wiener in every home. Wiener in every home, every mouth. Okay, both. Excellent. Haven't really decided. Is it still just you that's making these? Oh no, no. I mean, this was the trial batch that I made up to see if they'd really uh, settle in. But we're working on getting the whole factory put together for it with the investment. I mean, I say the whole factory. It's more like I'm converting my house and putting some machinery in. But we're like, if that pulls off with the money we get in we can go to a real factory and you know well it's the Sundran way well if we uh, if we find anyone who's at a loose end we'll point them in your direction thank you very much yes meaningful look to the other two (laughs) you all have a have a very nice day now you too thank you thank you holds his hand out to shake yours it's like shakes each of your hands aggressively it's like thank you so much you've changed my life oh that's nice well wonderful wieners 
water. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and good luck. Keep us updated. Do uh, if you have yeah. if you have the money and you need anything, give us a sending. I'd love one. <laughs> oh, that's pretty pricey, but eh, you never know. The way it's going, darling. You never know. Well, you all have a good time now. Takes the no, card and pushes it out on his merry wiener way. That was actually quite heartwarming. <laughs> Well, you know, crazy though it is, I think that's a very good example of um, how just by randomly getting involved, sometimes we end up doing good. Yeah. Yeah, this is what happens when we get enthusiastic and or drunk. Um, or, yeah, both. <laughs> both is good. <laughs> oh, I just, out and of upon character, that I, I so hope that at some point Celestia wanders into a random city and they're like, whoa, it's Celestia Sizzle, because that would be just <laughs> yeah. so genius. <laughs> Oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> cut to, cut to um, Norrit telling this story decades later. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, <laughs> then there was Celestia Stardust. What, you mean from the sausage wagons? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to become the yeah. bane of her life. she's called the wiener lady now, but she wasn't always. <laughs> <laughs> God, she's going to have to get famous for something else, like, really quickly, otherwise that's going to be her life. <laughs> It will haunt you for decades oh, to come. going to regret this decision, but I and Ellie do. Yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> and sorry, yes, on the, on the note, you were saying, on the note of, of getting drunk. <laughs> ah, right. I feel bad about forgetting we had an invite to that lady's house. I feel terrible about that. I'd forgotten as well. <laughs> I have we no had intention. A rather eventful couple of days, it has to be said. It though. has been very. I, I feel like she's either really great and like underground, some sort of freedom fighter, or she's totally evil. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like we've neglected the situation either way. Yeah, I genuinely can't tell, honestly. Because she sounds And either really way, cool. we should have we done something about it. We should genuinely message her and see if she's in Newmark while we're there. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a sensible thing to do. Yeah. Meet up for, I don't know, drinks. A wiener. A wiener. Hello, Lady Grace. Would you like to meet us for a wiener? (laughs) (laughs) That would be ascending, wouldn't it? Oh. It, it would certainly. I'm. Um, I'm not sure you should quite phrase it like that, but um... <laughs> you, me, wieners now, <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I see nothing wrong with this. Nothing wrong at all. You know, I think I think one of us. I, I should probably go and rescue Courage. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. he was actually is, struggling. Courage is. Pull it, holding back one of the spider tieflings from like who's who's kind of shouting in oh. spider tiefling <laughs> at the uh, uh, at this uh, random at this random orcish sailor who is also shouting uh, 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 shouting back. Uh, honestly, it's kind of hard to tell because he's quite drunk. That <laughs> was was that you sure about my mother? I I don't understand you either lingo, but I'm sure you said something about my mother's an egg. I'm gonna buy a pickled egg from the bar very quickly. Just go over. No, he was offering you an egg. Here you go. Oh. Oh, thank you very much. Have a lovely day. I'm just off eating the egg. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of settles the. 
Courage, courage settles the deeply down who's like pointing at the bards. And courage goes, ah. Yes, yes. Get you an egg. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll buy the spider chief like an egg. What's he actually tea? saying? A round of eggs for everyone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like he looks like. Yes, he was asking whether or not the uh, whether or not that sailor could get him an egg. <laughs> Here you go, have an egg. <laughs> <laughs> and the spider chief thing is say, says in Joven because. Uh, they can't actually speak Joven sometimes, but like kind of drunk, broken. So he's speaking. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. whatever he fancies. Yeah. Thank you. No worries. Enjoy your egg. Yeah, you're watching. You're watching someone with mandibles devour an egg. Mm. It's uh, it's a little messy. But kind of cool. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. Are you okay? It's days like this I miss alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Sit somewhere else for a bit if you want. <sighs> You know what? Why don't we... Picks up the sarsaparilla. Why don't we... Yeah, let's take a walk. Or I don't know. Okay. Good to see the three of you. Nice to see you too. And you. Good to see you too, man. Uh, Captain. Trust you've been... Yeah, we're um, ready to go pretty much whenever you need. Just give us an hour's notice. We'll... Bring in the rest, anyone who's currently out on shore if we need to leave in a hurry. And uh, the total, oh, the total birthing fee was is uh, 20 gold. For, right, you are. For the well, four um, days. I'll deal with that. Yeah. Uh, out of character, I shall take that off the, yes. Um, yes. Uh, the ship's Also manifest. out of character, do we need to go to Altmark 5C? I can't remember. It is problem. It's it is up the coast. Yeah. Um, it may or may not be quicker for you to get there by sea. Let me consult the map. Because you travel quite quickly by sea, but I guess you can do like 80 miles a day with... Oh, wait, no, no, no. You can do 80 miles a day with, uh, with, with horses. The ship is much faster than that. Uh, mm. The Kraken's Bane's daily travel speed is... It's like 200 miles, isn't it? Yeah, because it travels continuously. Yeah, it travels 24 hours yeah. continuously, and it has, I think it's got an 8 mile an hour speed. Mm. So, <coughs> I mean, I suppose if we take the ship there, we could do some trading as well. Mm. That's true. Yeah. So, I'm... Things could get ugly, and I, uh, I feel better having the entire crew behind us if we need it. That's true. Mm, you do have a point, actually. Um... Where's the other place I wanted to go? Domino's? <laughs> I just want pizza now, thank you. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Immata? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. What was that? Immata. Immata, although that's oh, much yeah. further inland. Immata is further inland, I think about... Um, I think it was about 200 miles inland, so it would be two day, be a two and a half day journey there. with those. Yeah, and um, uh, the Panuki to the north. Yes, the Panuki to the north were another option. They are actually not far from uh, New Altmark, further up upriver from there. Uh, there was also that the Bay of Zalcha, uh, which the was the possible, which we which you identified as a possible underwater. Uh, ruin. Uh, although that is that is some distance away, you could make a, you could make a journey, but it would take several days. 
I feel like now that we've made the deal with Lapsang, we've got to do Newmark first, we've got to haven't do... we? Oh, yeah. And I then... just wondered if any of them were in the same direction or on the way or if we went by land, we'd hit one of them. I haven't got a map nearby. Let me... Jason? Sorry. Oh. Yes, I still need to send you the updated map. Uh, I think you've all oh, got the fine. old Don't map worry, at the moment. Don't worry, has been a lot on. You're all good. Um, but the... I just consult mine. Yeah, so from where you are now, <clears throat> to get to yeah, to get to Imital is often a completely different direction. You're going inland mm -hmm. to the south, up the River Thunder. To get to New Altmark is that is not far at all. I think that might actually be close to It's about a day and a half journey for you on ship. By ship, it's significantly longer over land because I think it is about close to 350 miles away. Um, the but once you are at New York Mark, it is then essentially a cross country, <coughs> uh, close to three again, close to about 350 miles to the to what was marked out. I believe Teka Kwitha marked out the uh, might have marked out the edge of the Panuki territory. Uh, and where you can find one of their cities when she said they would be the experts on the giants. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. Uh, so from New well, Orleans, we might hmm. go there. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it would be uh, about a four... four-ish, maybe four and a half day ride by, by Phantom Steed. Well, depending on how things go in uh, New Old Marker, I think that's definitely something we can look into. Sounds yeah. good to me. Help for it. Okay. So, if that is... I need to speak to Vig about all these uh, <laughs> sabres and uh, saxes and carbines we've uh, been lugging around with us. Yeah. And oh, yeah. that is something you can do. And, uh, I guess we take a walk with yeah, Vig, as requested. You take, you take a walk. Uh, you, you actually have a few hours which you can spend... Kind of tending to various small tasks, playing dominoes, walking with uh, courage, talking to Vig, but eventually, uh, you get uh, you. Uh, uh, I think your business. It sounds like your business in Thunder's Watch is concluded for now. Yeah, I think so. And you prepare yeah. to board yeah. the Kraken's Bay and head on towards New Mark. And that, I think, is where we will pick up after these, no doubt, important messages they call me boots boots mcgee the mcgee is a nickname on account of i am a pair of boots i've walked a lot of places but there's one thing i've never trodden on and that's flintlocks and fireballs on account of it being an audio medium that's why you should like rate share subscribe and check out the patreon of flintlocks and fireballs for special rewards trust me i'm a pair of boots And welcome back. You gather... So, having conducted, concluded your business in Thunder's Watch for now, you board the Kraken's Bane and make ready to sail north-eastwards along the coast towards New Altmark, or Newmark, as they like to shorten it to. Along the way, uh, well rather, in preparation for this, uh, Vig 
comes to you, Corson, and uh, explains that, unfortunately, having scouted out the possibility of uh, trade, it's essentially, you're essentially going from one fairly industrial city to another fairly industrial city. So there isn't really, there isn't really the same sort of things to export, at least to Newmark uh, from Thunder's Watch. Turns out that Newmark actually does produce some things which might be of interest back here, uh, but not the other way around. So instead, he has uh, taken the liberty of contracting out the use of your hold to essentially take, well, kind of post small deliveries, packages, and just uh, crates of things that need to be moved from one city to the other and appreciate a quick delivery that you can achieve. For this, Fair enough. Uh, you will be for this, you will receive a total fee of 400 gold pieces. 400 on arrival in Newmark, okay. Yes, it's basically two two gold a ton. Nice. Right. Yeah. It's not a lot by the standards of international trading, but you're also only doing, you know, two days of work. It's also like a decent number of wages and supplies. Yes. So, like, we're not going yeah, to sniff at to... it, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah this is <laughs> a ticking over. crew suite. I'm happy with that thing. for now. So... Your journey is mercifully untroubled. One, two, three. Oh dear. When you arrive, however, in Newmark itself, it is absolutely pissing it down. Again? I roll, I roll for weather. Uh... It is, yeah, the storm has, the storm, well, you don't know if the storm has followed you in that it hasn't actually let up the entire way. Uh, I hate it. It feels as if this this thunderstorm has just been going over the entire uh, region. Gordon, you couldn't touch the floor again, could you? He would have been, like, as a matter of course. I'll even, say that the, you know, in the previous day things, you did definitely. this. And you did not notice anything out of the uh, out of the anything usual. different than we've uh, already. So this is on your way to Thunder's Watch. You've done. Yeah, this. If I hadn't done it, like as yeah. we were coming into port, I if might. You, but, oh, sorry to yeah. Newmark. If you want to, if you want to use up a spell slot and do it as you're coming in, I will tell you what you say. Um, I will. Okay. Under the current circumstances, definitely I think I worth definitely it. Would. Okay. I will provide some details then, as okay. you approach. So. Coming in, you, it is wet, very wet, your rain is sort of slicking off your, uh, through the, through the corner points of your tricorn, causing, uh, so she's got a face full of hair, yeah, you've got a face full of hair, periodically, <laughs> scamp, you, like, you might potentially have your hood up for once just to keep the rain out, uh, if you're, if you're wearing the outfit, yep. Um, Causing you're the captain, make the rain stop. <laughs> Bit beyond my ken, I'm afraid. Fuck's but, sake, um... rubbish captain. <laughs> Boo! Boo! However, you do make your way uh, down toward uh, as the as the sh- okay as the ship approaches. However. Uh, you do find yourselves getting your first glimpse of New Altmark through the, uh, through the rain. It is a grey, dim 
dingy-looking city in this weather. But the first thing you see is green. The city of New Altmark clings to the island upon which it is built, as an isle which, uh, which is flanked by two forks of a river that have split the delta around it before continuing out to sea. There are, there are buildings thick through the island itself and uh, along the banks on either side of the Twinned River. But the first thing you see is greenery. A park, a crescent-shaped park, has been established right at the waterfront, at the tip of this island. Uh, it is only as the park fades off towards the edges that the wharves begin. Thick um, jetties and docks, warehouses, various other buildings of industry supporting the dense naval traffic that comes uh, into the river and out, both sailing ships and also the many barges uh, and riverboats that travel up uh, the river itself. The buildings, again, have that quite colonial feel especially on the island where real estate is a little bit more uh, in, in demand, they are quite high, red brick buildings, and you notice that the streets are wide, uh, set out in a planned grid patterns, so that, uh, so that the, uh, the, the island part especially, and some of the uh, streets around it, are strangely uniform, but also curiously, but, but also quite easy to navigate as a result. This is very different to the labyrinthine mess of streets that you found in, say, Vendion, uh, a city where the, where the street planning was actually built in a time where confusing your enemies in the event of a siege <laughs> was actually uh, a desirable uh, effect. Instead, uh, the town seems, the city seems to rely upon the nearby fort. You can see on a raised hillock, uh, about close to a third of a mile uh, along the coast, there is a brick and mortar and timber reinforced uh, fort. Again, built with bastions and something not unlike a star fort sort mm. of pattern. It provides some coverage of the bay and some coverage of the city and its surroundings as well with cannon. But it's not the only defence. You can see amongst the many ships there are a few uh, high-mastered frigates. Uh, these ones bear they, they seem to be grouped actually into two groups over at one one side and actually some of these are on patrol a couple of dot are docked i'd say two are docked three are patrolling the waters you can see um actually no these uh yes three frigates fifth rate frigates and two fourth rates all ships of the line serving as naval defense for the colony but they are not the only ones there. 
four docked along one side of the harbour on jetties that have been reserved exclusively for them. You see a flotilla of Orsirian ships flying the red colours of Orsiria. They, there appear to be, uh, what is the number? No less than six uh, frigates, two fourth rates, and a command ship, a third rate. Uh, it is, in fact, a ship that you have seen before. Uh, because you saw it when you came to um, Thunder's Watch uh, on your way there. This is the HMS Relentless. Was that associated with Unibrow Man, or am I going mad? Yeah, that was his ship. Ah. It is early in... It is the mm. about 8 o'clock in the morning on the 12th of full ripeness as you come in. And what colours, what sails are you flying? Oh my god, You have three sets of sails, as a reminder. You have your blue ship's prow going into a kraken sails. You have the same sails in red and black. Mm -hmm. And you have some, I believe, some just plain white sails as well. Ooh, so difficult. What would it mean if we were just flying white sails? Is that just like a trader? I mean, most, like, the vast majority of the ships here are sailing white sails. Yeah, it, it's the colours that you fly from your flag that identify what nation you, you allegedly hail from. I, uh, no, but but, I mean, but the actual sails themselves, those, you have one set of, mon, of, of boring-looking sails and two and sets of highly recognised. we have many flags that we've established, have Oh, we? yeah, you yeah. are pirates. You have, you have a we whole have a selection yeah. of false colours <laughs> to fly. Do we have to fly colours, or does that make us look like pirates if uh, we don't? Not flying colours makes you look okay, like pirates. Okay, we're pirates if we don't fly colours, right? Okay. That's, that's, um, yeah, you, it's, it's, like, this is essentially, it's like showing up to the border without a passport, you yeah, know, it's, no, it's kind of yeah. fishy. It's also, I think, um, common courtesy to fly the colours of whatever port you happen to be in. Huh? Uh... Yes, but you'd also need to you, you also need to identify what where we're from what, where you are yeah. from as yeah. well. So yeah. you, you kinda do both. But although in this case, if you are posing as a Syrian, that's the same flag. Yeah, exactly. Well we said we were from Warcrest, the last place we were, so yeah. We did. On. Shall we stick with the Regent's Pride as a name as well? Yeah. Yeah, seems simplest. Okay. Um so you by use of semaphore you make your uh, you signal uh, to your approach and are guided in by the harbormaster's agents to a berth. There is one available. You do not have to wait for several hours, which sometimes happens. Uh, and you are met by a rather fat grey-skin orc uh, who introduces himself as Ma as as harbormaster Polka. Uh, and ta uh, uh, takes your details, takes down uh, the name of the Regent's Pride, and charges you a customary uh, 20 gold, sorry, for this rate of your ship, uh, your, your fifth rate, so it would be, yeah. yeah. 
no, it's twenty gold. Uh, twenty gold, uh, birthing fee, and with the, with the standard five gold per additional day you are here. Mm. Fair enough. So that 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 seems to be uh, that seems to be the standard f- across the colonies. By the way, you didn't have to pay a birthing fee when you were in Porto Obsidia because it's Pirate Island. Yeah, yeah. it's kind <laughs> of yeah. find a dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, nevertheless, uh, you do make uh, as you uh, as you're there with the with the orc, he kind of signs off the, through the paperwork. So he makes a lot of humming noises as you tick through. It's quite dull. Goes, Everything to your satisfaction. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, you're uh, here in trading business. Uh, you, I see you marked off. You got a lo- lot of uh, courier work. That's right. Uh, yeah. First time in uh, Newmark. Yes, actually. Any recommendations? Anything know? Uh, what sort of thing you're after? Well, watering holes to recommend to the crew are always welcome, and um, any other places we might be able to pick up some business. Also, just seen anything weird and fun always. Quite so. Mm. We like to play tourist. We do. Well, no, fair enough. If you're looking for a place for your crew, uh, I might suggest the. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I might suggest the old carrot. The old carrot. Oh. That's a fantastic pub name. How old is the carrot? Oh. Well, they say it's been around since the. Since the colony was founded, so uh, close to close to three hundred years old. Oh, that, that is a very That's, old carrot, yeah. actually. Mm. Rather shovel carrot. by now, I imagine. Mm. Possibly a petrified carrot by that point. Mm. Mm. Well, it's gone through a few different uh, buildings since then. Uh, caught f- fires, you know how it is. Fires. Yep. Well, sure, cities catch fire. Yeah, true. Mm. But um, crispy carrot. Indeed, uh, good, uh. decent place to get a get a uh, to just get a drink and some grub. Uh, for things of interest, uh, oh, I know there's always the uh, there's always the uh, things for a moment. Uh, well, you can look at the fort, but they don't really let you in. That's been here. That's that's nice and new. There's kind of all sorts to go look at. There's the things for a moment. Oh, there's Crescent Park. Really Crescent nice place. Park. One of, uh, you probably saw it coming in. The big green yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, governors have always insisted on uh, keeping that place open. Uh, there's uh, obviously it's a big demand for the space here on the island. Huh. Uh, yeah, imagine. But uh, that's uh, that's the way things. Uh, we can have a picnic. <gasps> I like sure. picnics. It is raining. Be a good idea. As it for, is raining. Uh, we can still have a picnic. Anyway. As <laughs> for uh, business, uh, well, if you know where you're likely to be headed next, uh, I can probably think of some uh, some places that uh, be useful for you. Otherwise, uh, you might want to try the uh, the shipping companies. Uh, they if they, they might have some excess uh, stuff that needs uh, dealing with. Uh, uh, take some moments to think about that. Uh, there's always Schwartz. Uh, they're re- yeah. they're they're new. 
recently start, uh, kind of established, uh, built shipping uh, out of the city. Yeah, we know them a bit. Mm. Yeah, I understand they were uh, pretty big back in uh, Jova. Mm, yeah, big in Sul. Yeah. Mm. Uh, then, oh, I don't know. Nah, East Hall Danik probably won't work with you unless you're one of theirs. Mm. Um, That's fair. In terms of independent ones, there's a. Uh, oh! There's a uh, Polkston. Polkston? Mm hmm. Yep, Polkston shipping. Who are they? Right. Oh, they're uh, independent. Uh, uh, one of the independent uh, businesses. I understand they do quite a lot of uh, work with. Um, snaps his fingers for a moment. Uh. uh Mead, Mir, and Thryon, mostly. Oh. Uh, a lot yeah. of shipping out there. Uh, it's kind of has to... They have to go through some loopholes, though. They're tightening the noose a bit on uh, trade outside of uh, outside of Orcrest. See, they've got to they gotta go to Orcrest first and then take the goods on from there. That seems stupid. Yeah, well, that's the conditions yeah. of the uh, colonial charter. We've uh, got to put all of our... Anything we export has to go through or, or Syria. That take ages. It's not efficient, and I understand the shipping uh, companies ain't uh, too happy about it. Uh, especially the Vandasars. Uh, they're another group. Uh, they've been... Uh, they've been pushing to uh, try... Vandasars, was that? Yeah, they've been... They, they're... They're... Uh, they want to be trading directly with the uh, border. Uh, they're... I think, well... Vandersar, board and name. Mm -hmm. uh, Understandable, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but they want them to go all the way to Orcrest and then back out. Yeah, uh, yep. Everything's got to go through. Uh, everything's got to go through Osiria first. Wow. Yeah. That's really yeah. annoying. Yep. And if you and then there's the tariffs to deal with when you export and yeah. It's all a business. I, I catch no end of lip from the, uh, from the uh, merchant captains about it. Oh yeah, because of course it's all your fault. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. I see you've uh, dealt with uh, that sort of shit before. Um, well, we've dealt with uh, bureaucracy like this yeah, before. Yeah, it's the same yeah. all the world. We've dealt over. with being middleman a lot. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah. Not in exactly the same way, but we get it. Uh, no. yeah, I don't envy you, but uh, Fury's teeth—it's a bastard. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, that's uh, pretty much all I could say. Uh, What's your what name? What's the name of the fort, by the way? Huh? Oh, uh, uh, sorry, two questions. <laughs> fort Newmark. Um, ah, simple. Yeah, and uh, name's Prig. Prig Polka. Oh, it's nice to see you, Nice to meet you. Check your hands, Captain Horace. Of course, sir, uh, Captain, uh, and, uh... Scamp! Gives a nod to you. Yeah. Word of warning, um... You might want to be a bit careful. There's uh, a lot of folk who are a bit wary. There's, uh, quite a famous, uh, tiefling pirate sails with a crew full of, <laughs> full of tieflings. Uh, we have so many tieflings. I, I did notice, uh, just... Something to be aware of. Uh, people might get the wrong mistake. We'll warn them. They can definitely hold their own, though. They'll be fine. Uh, looks like it. I mean, I, I assume the 
I assume the ones with the uh, arms are tieflings. Oh yeah. Yes, and they'll be just, no brother. Um, yeah, fairly unusual lineage, but. Oh yeah. well. Uh, They're we very got, nice. We actually. got a few of our own. No worries. Uh, mostly down in. Uh, scratches his chin a little bit, thinking. Yeah, mostly uh, down in the frozen quarter. Nice. Mm. Maybe we'll maybe we'll head there at some point. Yeah. But oh, that's what it means to be a new mark. We get all sorts here. Shame they just wish they uh, all sorts would uh, live together in harmony. You know. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, you can oh, take people out of lovely. the old country, but you can't take the old country out of people. <sighs> oh, that's painfully true, isn't it? <laughs> Thank you for the warning. Anyway, that's actually. Very nice of you. Yeah, we appreciate it. <laughs> no worries. Um, just a moment. Scratches his cheek. Well, Over in the same pub where you drink. <laughs> I'll take you up on that. I'll pop into the old carrot from time to time myself. Yeah, call them pubs here, do you? Um, well, like if it's a ha- like if it's a halfling pub, sure, but it's more bars. Bars. Okay. Yeah, we got all sorts. We got bars. We got. Um, See, saloons are more like out in the sticks. Bars are like fancy in Jova. Everything else is pubs. Yeah. Words are weird. Yeah. Mm. Language is fun. Language is fun. Yeah. Well, if you're, uh, if you're looking, <laughs> yeah, no, what I'm are you giggling at? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you are, if you're looking for a place to stay, uh, you looking for nice or cheap? Uh. It depends what the options are. It depends how funny the cheap one is. <laughs> uh, well, the cheap one uh, is kind of a... It's kind of a shithole, but it's cheap. Uh, it's called Drumpf Tower. It's like four stories tall. Hell. Uh, that wasn't in character. <laughs> I just said it in the character voice. <laughs> um. uh, you might want to watch your belongings. Oh, it sounds like it's full right. of cunts. Um, yeah. uh, I don't know why I feel like that. I just get this intense yeah, feeling. Yeah, no, I just never want to go there. Yeah, yeah. I just... Yeah. Somehow um, I'd rather kill myself. Um. But uh, if you're looking for somewhere a little bit uh, more up in market... Uh, oh, there's... A, you might want to try the uh, the rose water. Rose water? It's just a very nice name. name. Just check the name. Yep, it is the rose water. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yep, Rosewater Hotel. Rosewater um, Hotel. There's all hotels here as well, not so many like yeah. inns. Yeah. yeah, understand it's part of a chain. Huh. There's oh. a few hotel Rosewaters. Isn't there? What was the one back in. Did we already go to a hotel, Rosewater? Was that we a did. Thing? Back in Thunder's yeah. Watch. Yeah, that was. Okay. Uh, I mean, it was nice. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Breakfast was good. The grits were That's indescribable. <laughs> yeah. I heard that a lot from Jovan's trying grits for the first time. Yeah, you didn't really get them <laughs> over there. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, pretty much everything was new when I came up, so I'm not really the one to ask. Oh, but... yeah, yeah. I've, uh, no, I, I've heard that a few times as well. Oh, from you get drought uh, around here? Sometimes, uh, mostly, uh, mostly up for uh, dribs and drabs for mercenary work coming aboard ships. Mm-hmm. No, like big, powerful, scary drow families or anything. Just on the on the off chance. Um, hmm. 
Well, I mean, uh, not that come to mind. Maybe working for some people. Honestly, most of the drow that I've seen come up have uh, been trying to, kind of trying to get away from all of that. Oh. Most like they've, uh, they kind of keep to themselves, spend them, uh, spend money, uh, try and find their own places, and get again a lot of a uh, lot of uh, mercenary work. Almost oh. seem. Pr- Generally seem pretty good with a blade, pretty good with a with a gun. But there are some that that live here, but aren't part of all the underground bullshit. I don't really pry. They could be. There's all sorts. This is Newmark. We get we're a city of the world, you know. Yeah. We get folk from everywhere. That's nice. Heck, we've. Uh, Pleasant is an idea. Yeah, I've I've heard there's 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 even total there's even a total somewhere in the city. We really? met one of them lately. They were yeah. lovely. I didn't think those were real, but... Oh, no, they are. Yeah, so we met a, my own eyes. One that was a very good wizard, actually. Hmm. Also just generally sort of excellent, to be honest. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that was very nice. They weren't well, from Danos by any chance, were they? I think they all are. Oh, is that where oh. they come from? Oh, I didn't know Big that. place. Lots mm. of people. Lots well, the one we met was, so I, I, I was just yeah. one curious. Yeah. Oh. Mm. All right. Well, then, well, that's right, all so the paperwork done. Thank you for your yeah, time. Yeah, we should. Oh, much obliged to you. Thank should you. Let you get on with Go your day. Have a no worries. Uh, um, thank you for helping us. That's not a problem. Just uh, drop in uh, when you need. Um, drop uh, drop in when you when you leave and uh, pay the birth fee. Of course. Shall do. No, y'all have a, nice, a good day now. You mm. too. And uh, Fury, watch y'all. Thanks. Yeah. Right. I, I, as soon as he leaves, I'm like, I know he doesn't mean I hope the concept of anger watches you all, but that's how I feel. I know, it's <laughs> weird. Why would you call a god? No. I mean, like, for a person, like a sexy name, for a, <laughs> yeah, but you, for a god, no, it's kind of terrifying. The thing is, you don't name people at a point where they're sexy, you name them when they're kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Names are not. No, that's yeah. You shouldn't really give anyone a sexy name. Should you? That's creepy. It's weird. Hmm. I mean, unless it's like a stage name and they chose it themselves, oh, then that's it's all right. Weird. True. Grins in both Celestia, Stardust, and Ellie Sparrow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fine to give yourself a sexy stage name, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, both me and my character are laughing together. <laughs> so, uh, what do you want to do? You Primeval are... awareness. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's that. a Fucking good hell. point. You hit the ground. Right before we get off the I was waiting patiently, but yes. <laughs> okay, so you see. Get the old book up to remind myself what you can feel here. Uh, what what's effects come down. So first of all, there is the piccolo trill of Faye. Okay. Um, Marjorie! You can sense the roaring of the sea once. Yay! Okay, I... Trying to think who's here. You can sense the choral sensation of Celestia. Hmm. What is that? And you can sense the 
I will note, actually, by the way, you did not sense the celestial sensation when you were at sea. Oh, okay. Okay, so, so it's not on the there boat. Was, there was one in um, uh, Thunder's Watch is where you sensed. Thunder's Watch. Sorry, yeah, I blanked on the name for a second. <laughs> Thunder's Watch. There's another one here. And <laughs> within six miles of you, again, there is the dark stench of undeath. Okay. Oh dear. Uh, and actually, wait, size. hold up. This is sorry. Within one mile of you. Oh. You can sense that. No. One mile. All of this would be within one mile. Well, keep an eye out for fucking zombies, I suppose, or anything else undead. I mean, I suppose in a city this size, that's not. Not necessarily. Uh, unlikely, but. Uh, yeah, definitely keep your guard up. Not a fan. Yeah. No. No, but I mean, any any large enough uh, a group of people all in one place is, also, you know... What is it with these celestial things living in cities? What is that? I don't is know. Is there something native to this area? Maybe? I, I wonder... Well, I mean, the obvious thought would be it would have something to do with the churches, but what? Oh, like, that's true. Yeah, I was considering that. Lots of churches. Yeah. Weird. Hmm. Actually, are there as many churches here? Because there were loads in Thunder's Watch. Uh, I mean, there were three that you saw, but... um. Loads. Three on one street is a lot. Three on one street is a lot. And actually, being a city, there were actually... There would have been smaller parishes and so yeah. on that uh, so that I just didn't really mention um, because that was a city of like 80,000 people oh, we weren't this one yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one by the way you feel like this is this is a larger city well not necessarily mm. larger but more densely packed you feel like there's it's not quite as big as crosswater mm-hmm. but easily upwards of 100,000 people living here. right sure. um, and quite den- and again quite densely packed in so there are fairly reg- so there are a number of parishes and churches, um, actually, and you do spot they- the plain, the quite plain Spartan uh, churches of the uh, of the uh, of the Puritans. Uh, you do spot the modern, quite stylish-looking uh, stained glass churches of the Furious. Uh, and you also spot the very traditional Jovan-style architecture of uh, of Regency churches, and mm. all of them, all, and you are able to see. I'm trying to th- just roll me uh, anyone, roll me a d6. Just one person. Uh, Causing. Okay. Five. Okay, the first large church you do see uh, is actually of the Regency. Uh, It is not too far uh, from the docks in an area that's quite heavily uh, dedicated towards what look like uh, cotton mills, textiles. Uh, And this, uh, and you see it is proclaimed on the sign outside to be the, uh, to be the, I think this would be a cathedral of St. Stitchfather. Um, St. Stitchfather. Yes, okay. St. Stitchfather. And this is, again, built... It's not as impressive as the cathedral uh, of uh, St. Victory back in mm. Alessand, but it is... It's larger than... It's a 
like it's a very large church with you know buttressing and so on. It's uh, been there a while. Yeah, this this looks to be at least at least a century old. Okay. See, that's how you name a saint. It's a good name, isn't it's it? It's a great name. Hmm. It is kind of cool, actually. That there are lots of churches of different things in the same city. Mm. Yeah, that is nice. Although churches freak me out, I kind of like that both cities we've been in, there have been, you know, different churches in the same place, and it's okay. Thinking about where you are, actually, as you move from the um, docks to kind of take a bit of a look around, the docks are... The whole city is, as as mentioned, quite cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. Again, the most common... You, uh, the most common races you see are humans, halflings, and orcs in broadly that proportion mm-hmm. of uh, of plurality. Uh, but you do thinking about where this position is positioned. Uh, you do notice uh, either you do notice half orcs. You notice uh, a couple of half elves. At mm-hmm. one point, uh, looking to be half high elf, because you're certainly not going to find any half wood elves around here. <laughs> no. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, the you notice uh, you notice a stall uh, selling uh, essentially um, what's the word I'm looking for? Satay, like uh, skewer, like meat skewers on a stick uh, in a quite in a peanutty sauce. I would like to buy us all a round of meat on a stick, please. Okay, you buy, a, <laughs> you spend a copper and get three sticks, uh, three, uh, three meat sticks. Stick, mm. meat sticks. Um, and they are, the, the sauce is creamy yet spicy. Um, the, and real it, life and, Jason can't have it. And real life Jason can't have any because <laughs> he's allergic to peanuts. You are the only one yeah. who can have it. I, uh, I can't, they're all for yeah. me if yeah. they're in real life. Um, <laughs> so, but they, like, they, it's, it's not bad. It's got that lovely sort of like greasy, meaty taste to it. Uh, mm. As well, like just the nice amount of chewiness. Um, oh, on Saturday, it's hot, just... and um, <laughs> it's not really. Everyone, roll a wisdom check. <laughs> this is perception, actually. Okay. This is to do with taste. This is not chicken. Is mm-hmm. I was uh, going to say, you best not ask what the meat is. Um, uh, Nineteen. Thirteen. Okay. Nineteen. Where do you think? Nineteen. Nineteen. Thirteen. Celeste, <laughs> um, so, you don't recognise the meat. You, you know it's not chi- you know it, it seems to be something closer to like beef or mutton mm-hmm. uh, but you're not really sure what um Corzin and scamp uh both of you can tell this is cat uh it's well made it's actually very well prepared cat and uh Corzin, you're aware that um that culturally uh Kobolds, such as the one who is serving you this meat, do not have yeah. the same cultural restrictions about eating cats and dogs. Fair. Um, but they are un- but they're generally unwilling to serve up lizard. Oh. Because they're more common okay. as That's fair. And from a creature with scales, this makes a sort of sense to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you could serve up like tiny humanoids, like you just probably wouldn't do it, would you? <laughs> Monkeys, yeah. yeah, like n- yeah. nobody uh, serves up apes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, some people do. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Zero but, judgment. Yeah. <laughs> the, but regardless, the, the yeah, this is it's cat. Um, 
It's like, but it's well prepared, Cat. Mm. And I'm not yes. sure there's a single person in this party that'd be weirded out by that, you know. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe maybe Corzin would be weirded out, but at least but you do have the cultural context. Not understand. come across it before. Yeah. But yes. But you, there, oh, you just so there's something about the taste that kind of clinches it for you. You can't quite put it down why. <laughs> yeah, no, this is definitely not um, anything other than cat. <laughs> yeah. Never had cat. You don't think mm. I have. It's quite That's nice. Right. Well, again, I mean, not that I've roll the d20, given the shit that your family has eaten, like from weird surface traders. Oh, maybe I have had cat. That's an 18. <laughs> uh, you, have, yeah. you have not had house cat. You have had links, which tastes similar. I had links mm. once. It's not far off. Yes, wow. underdark <laughs> families just acquire valuable endangered creatures and then eat them for the taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, totally in, fairness, that. in fairness, they're not as endangered yet as they will be after all of this capturing them and eating them for their rarity. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, we suck. <laughs> um, so, the having. Uh, so, yeah, you have. Uh, so, yeah, you do see. You do see a few. A, a small number of kobolds. Uh, mostly this one selling this uh, selling uh, cat on a stick. Um, hmm. With the perception checks, you kind of rolled for the taste. Actually, I will say that uh, Corzin and uh, Scamp, you actually notice, although they are kind of hooded and keep. Uh, well, I mean, a lot of people are hooded. It's raining, um, but keeping to themselves and acting and like not trying to draw attention. You notice someone who looks almost human. Save for the couple of telltale uh, scales of a yonti, uh, but they do not seem to be drawing attention to themselves. Equally, you do notice a couple of uh, of um, a chin, uh, just serving as dock workers. The okay. one of them has feathers instead of hair, and the and it's just like the rain is just slicking straight off them. They've got that like fine down instead of body hair. The one who has hair is taking the ra- the inclement weather a little less uh, cheerfully. <laughs> um, both of them, however, are followed by pets uh, who keep close to them. You notice one by a small scrappy terrier, uh, one by a house cat. The house cat you notice is keeping a solid distance from the kobolds. Um, who seem to be accompanying them in their work. There's actually one point where the cat, uh, where one of them is struggling with some rope, undo some rope, the cat come, they kind of mutter down something at the cat, and the cat comes up and helps pick apart the the rope with their claws. Mm. A little bit. Mm. Are they magic pets? Do you have mage sight up? <laughs> Not by default. <laughs> oh, but from the purposes of spirit sight, these creatures do not show up as spirited in any way to you. To you, to you okay. You. Uh, nor do the Achin uh, who seem to be their masters. Uh, these possibly, as far as you can tell, these are just well-trained pets. They're not like familiars, yeah. Uh, no, these do not. Sh- these do not show up to you in the way that Marjorie does. Mm. Okay. Um, the uh, yeah, that's 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 basically about it. Um, and yes, there are of the humans uh, uh, and halflings. There are many from different regions as well back in Jova. Mm. So you do notice. 
you do notice like dusky skinned ferocians you notice uh paler the the sort of pale skin and dark hair that tends to come from people from Meadmere. Mm. uh but predominantly a lot l- look like Osirian originally i keep an eye out for drow part partly out of paranoia obviously as always but partly out of curiosity just give me a perception check Seven. <laughs> you keep an eye out, but you don't notice any. Really? <laughs> Not with a seven. <laughs> There's a lot of people all around. There, there are this. Even in the rain, there are crowds. And it's, I'll it's continue to, to look out. But, but you keep an eye. I'll say, yeah, you're keeping an eye out throughout. So you do. Yeah, you kind of wander. You get the feel of the of the city. You get. You have some. You have some satay cat. Uh, hmm. What would you like to do next? So, do we want to look at old carrots? or parks, or towers full of horrible cunts, or hotels, or shipping people, or... You, uh, I know, just we can go and you, stare at Unibrow Man. Just to remind you, you also have, uh, you also have, oh, we have an appointment. a tip-off yeah. to, yes. uh, to head to the Masayar's Barbers, uh, Masayar mm. Barbers on 17th Street, Yeah. Um, with the nice little uh, silver hook you have, uh, and you have also another address in town that you can investigate as well. What was the other address? So the other one is 32 on 5th Street. Uh, what what was that for? I can't remember. That was Gold Star. Yeah, oh, Gold yeah. Star dwarves. Gold Star Dwarves. Okay, so there are those two as well. We could go and investigate Gold Star. We could go to the yeah. barbers, get a haircut. Mm. <laughs> I feel like that's why we're here, so maybe that's the start. Maybe we do that first. Okay. Yeah, best to get the lay of the land anyway. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You fairly easily are able to find your way to 17th Street because the streets are literally numbered. It turns out all of the east-west streets are numbered uh, 1 to I think it goes as far as 52 mm-hmm. and all of the north-south streets have just names. Huh. So three up, five across. Yes. So on this occasion, you are uh, you go to Seventeenth Street and Park, uh, which turns out to be a junction near to the Masaya Barbers. This is huh. both very clever and kind of boring, but it, it's really it's helpful. So boring, I yeah. hate it. It's really convenient, but. You could have it funny makes me street names, and I don't know why. And utterly alien to people from Jova. So it's like so weird. <laughs> I suppose if you were building uh, the infrastructure from the ground up, it's like yeah, no, we we've got a whole bunch of stuff coming. We've got to get this uh, laid down as quickly as possible. Go, get just make it I as just, easy as possible. I just don't think I'd be that that sensible. I think I'd just name streets like after myself and weird other things. You've, yeah, you had the choice to name things. You didn't name, name it. Properly. Did. You didn't name it Wiener Road. You named it Thirty Two. Boring. It's, boring. It's, so yeah, you boring. are, you are strange, strangely <laughs> unnerved by the presence of effective city planning. A mm. thing, a thing you have barely encountered at home. <laughs> <laughs> we really haven't. <laughs> yeah. it back home, most streets are just named after stuff that's on that street like how many uh, uh, towns have baker lane yeah or like you know, if it's, if it's near the water like mermaid road or whatever yeah regardless i see some flaws in our system 
Yeah. As you... Ours is definitely less sensible, but maybe I like it better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I definitely do. This still weirds me out. It's weird. <laughs> Nevertheless, you make your way to the uh, 217th Street and Park, uh, and the area changes. You get, you're getting into the, into some of the denser, more run-down parts of town. The areas closer to Crescent Park are quite well-maintained, very shiny buildings, well-built, again with that sort of painted white facades to them, mm. to make them look like they're made of expensive stone. But they are generally a little bit. Um, what's what I'm looking for? They are generally a little bit more run down here. Houses are pressed a little bit more together, even though some of the streets are well are well positioned. The houses, the the, the tenements themselves, cram, and there is definitely a sense of people clustering together of the same kin. Most of the people here have the look of being of Ferozian origin, uh, and it is here that you notice more tieflings. Mm. Primarily... Um, oh yeah, we did warn Courage and yes, Co, by the you, way. I assumed you did. <laughs> Primarily, actually, uh, there are the bullhorned tieflings you're used to, but many of them have curiously sort of curl not curled horns they they point upwards unlike scamps uh, goat like horns but they twist around like the uh, like the horns of I want it's not a gazelle uh, it's like a like a buck yes like is it a cuckoo I forget the the name um, but there is a type but it's 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 it would be straight but it's twisted round like you know when you see iron fences where they've yeah. 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 yeah yeah kind of corkscrew so like cute I want to draw three million of them I want to say Imix but I'm not sure that's <laughs> that's it ah. yes. yeah okay yeah so they have they have they have horns like that hmm. um, and a number of them actually have. And most of them have that same sort of dusky skin colour, but some of them actually have little, like, uh, slightly paler spots to them uh, on their skin, like like being slightly dappled along the forearms. Like vitiligo. Yeah. Um, less like that and more like the more like the skin of, like, a deer. Oh, cool. Ah, yeah. oh, okay. Like, no, no particularly other... Uh, no other features that are particularly deer-like or... Mm gazelle like but just something in the skin in 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 the in the skin pattern and about a tenth of them uh and the and the distinctive horns that's cool Mm. you get some looks as you approach unsurprisingly you always get looks wherever you go um but you get a few you get a few polite nods uh from uh, scamp in particular from some of the tieflings uh and some uh, Although there is, let's check about this. Yeah, at least at least one of them looks at you and does a bit of a double take and keeps their distance. That's a surprise. All right. Yeah, she just ruins everything, doesn't That's she? A fucker, isn't it? <laughs> you do, however, 
easily enough find the Masia Barbers. Uh, handily, uh, handily signed. Uh, it has a little post outside, painted red and white, and you can see various uh, individuals uh, of prime... Primarily humans, uh, there is one tiefling in there, and a couple of halflings uh, who are leaning back in comfortable chairs. Uh, some of them, uh, some of them apparently male, some uh, 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 some of them apparently female, uh, having uh, with things like beards being carefully like covered in uh, f in like this foam and then shaved. Some of them are having hot towels wrapped around their faces. You see. You see one figure uh, uh, set what appears to be a stick with some fluff on it on fire and just poke it near the ear holes of one person. Huh. That doesn't look sensible. The person seems fine with it. Quite relaxed. What's that supposed to do? It's supposed to get rid of the hair around your, uh, your ear. But I have so much of that. It'd be awful. Uh, you just, yeah, your whole head would be on fire really quickly. My ears are fluffy. I think your ears are supposed to be it. fluffy. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. <laughs> oh. You. Okay. Don't worry, I get the impression it's an optional extra. <laughs> also, we're talking like we're actually here for a haircut. <laughs> Honey, do any of you want a haircut while you're here? <laughs> no. Definitely not. Okay. As if they're touching Celestia's hair, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, you enter, and you are almost immediately greeted uh, by one of the barbers. Uh, a human man uh, with the kind of dusky frozen skin. Uh, and a very immaculately shaped black beard and hair. Like oh, you can tell that he pays attention to it every, like every day, to keep it trimmed perfectly. Which I guess makes sense if you're a barber. You want to show your, you, 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 you know, you, do, you might not necessarily want to get a haircut from an unkempt barber. Um, <clears throat> he is wearing a little barber's apron uh, and has just, it, it, and uh, has just finished up with a customer. Ah, hello. Welcome to Masaya, uh, to the Masaya Barbarous. Uh, I am Edin. Hello, uh, Celestia Stardust. Nice to meet oh, you. Uh, Edin Masaya, if we're being formal, then. Uh, it is a pleasure. Looks to each of you and gives you a nod. So, uh, which, uh, think... Let's roll... I'm going to roll this luck check. Oh, you see... Uh, unfortunately, there is a bit of a queue, but if you would like to wait on the chairs, I could get you some coffee or some tea. Um, all right. Um, we're actually here on behalf of some friends. Uh, we were wondering who's got the fishing hook. <laughs> uh, Scamp does. Oh, I've got the fish hook. Here it is. We we're wondering um, if Azra might fancy a chat about a fishing trip. Hmm. Uh, we got a message from the. There was a code, wasn't there? Is it a message was there from the a code? King? It's was from it? the king. Yeah. There was a code. Ah, there was a code. There totally was. I yeah. forgot it. Yeah, we've, we've got a message from the king. He looks, glances down, gestures for you to put it away. Ah, why don't you have a seat in the back? Oh, well, we wait. I will uh, send one. Uh, I will talk about things. Uh, 
there will be a short walk. Please, come, come. He seats you down, uh, he takes you through a back room into what is actually like a cramped back office. Uh, pulls in, there's like his chair, another chair, and he has to pull in a crate for there to be enough for the three of you to sit down in. And says, uh, please wait. No rush, thank you. And indeed, there is no rush. He's about ten minutes before he's able to come back. Busy hairdressers, yeah. fair enough. Um, <laughs> but it is Adin uh, who returns. Uh, this time, sends his uh, uh, sends his apron and with a coat on. I have sent a runner. We should head to the uh, parlour. I have no doubt that uh, Asra will wish to see you. Uh, immediately. Of course. He gestures for you to follow him. It's a short trip through about two street, two streets away, uh, and actually leads you down. Although the main streets are labelled, there are like little back alleys between buildings where, because it, it seems as if building plots have been orchestrated in these blocks, if you will, in which uh, buildings have been built into these spaces. Mm-hmm. So there are actually like tiny streets that lead in between them. So even even though there is all of the city planning, there are still back alleys. Yes. <laughs> um, and he leads you towards um, what you, uh, what appears grids to be... Grids within a grid. <laughs> yeah, grids within a grid. Uh, he leads you to uh, what appears to be the Gilded Fish uh, restaurant, um, and then, uh, which seems to be a, it's like a middle of the road restaurant, um, seems to serve a variety of dishes, mostly fish based, um, but he actually leads you behind it to another building attached to it, uh, which advertises itself as offering uh, ferocious massages. Hmm. If you, um, your, your wa- uh, arrival has been forewarned, head in and say you need to speak to Azra. They will lead you there directly. A word of warning. Mm-hmm. Don't ask about the veil. It's a sore subject. The what? The veil. Old war wounds. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Best of luck. Uh, he gestures up the stairs. Uh, and you find yourselves in a little atrium area, the rain dying down now that you are inside, uh, with a very comfortable feeling. There are a number of coloured cotton drapes around uh, of a thin enough style to kind of look like silk, but they're not actually silk. And Sabnet walks in. Yeah. <laughs> there's a strangely Sabnet... theme. There's a strangely Sabnet-y <laughs> feel to the, to the area, yes. Um, and again, there's the sensation of comfort uh, which has been built uh, into this place. There are cushioned seating uh, and there is a young man uh, with kind of like a, maybe a slight facial resemblance to Adin. Uh, who is at a little desk, uh, looks up. Ah, hello. Uh, would, I, would you like me to... Uh, are you here for a message? Uh, no, we're here to speak to Azra, darling. I think... Um, ah, I understand. I think we've been uh, told we're coming. Yes, uh, points to a door. Right to the end, last door on the right. Thank She's you. She's expecting you. Thank you. And uh, would you like tea or coffee? Oh, coffee always, please. Tea, tea, please. Tea, thank you. And... Of course, I will see it done. The, you open the door, 
and pass through uh, a, a narrow corridor. There are stairs that go up to some higher level. Um, you can... Celestia and Corson, with your passive perception, you are able to hear sounds uh, from the many small rooms, which with closed doors, they are faint sounds. There is good, there is quite good soundproofing here. From the lower rooms, you mm-hmm. can hear the grunting of people receiving various massages. Mm-hmm. From the upper rooms, you can also hear grunting, but there's a distinct difference to it. The subnet theme continues. The subnet theme continues. Um, However, you find yourselves uh, opening, knocking on the door, I assume, unless you just open it brazenly. I think we knock. Yeah, we're trying to be nice. (laughs) You go over someone call, come in, and um, you open the door into another back room, one which is less, like, appointed to be comfortable than the rest of the area it's a but it's not spartan either there are comfy chairs that have been arranged uh, you can see three have been brought out uh, in front of a desk where a very nice sort of leather-backed chair uh, is uh, has been positioned there are there is paperwork about you can see a heavy iron safe in the back this is this is a working uh, operations desk uh, for the massage parlor. Um, sat in the st- chair, but standing as you enter, is a human woman. Again, dusky skin, quite long black hair. She actually has it tied back in a tail. Hazel eyes. Um, she is wearing slightly loose clothing, uh, shirts and trousers uh, and a simple uh, waistcoat, uh, all in blues and purples. Oh, uh, she, yeah. there's, the, the, the room itself is, where there is decoration, it's quite colourful. Mm. And uh, she also has a blue, uh, a slight, somewhat gauzy blue veil uh, across the bottom part of her face. Um, Anyone who wants to can make a perception check. I sure. Yeah. Five. Uh, Nineteen. Ten. Celestia only. You can just make out some sort of scarring around the mouth mm. through the gauze. But it's not clear exactly the full details of it. Yeah. Um, however, she... Her, her eyes smile a little, although there is a sharpness to them, when you enter. Ah, hello. Hello. So, you are here from the king, as it were. Yes, uh, we believe we might have a common interest. But our introductions, Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. Hello. She extends her hand and shakes it. Asra Baya. Lovely to meet you. You? Uh, scamp, hi. Asra. Pleased to meet you. Asra. Good. Please sit. Uh, Tial will bring you tea and coffee as you requested shortly. Thank you. Uh, she reaches under the desk and produces a tin just full of biscuits, mostly like the, the kind of wafer one, the th- mm. like the thin wafer ones, but there's a few different kinds. Biscuits. Yes, oh, sure. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll just leave the box near you. Men's. Thank you. <laughs> the box is like already in Scamp's lap in my head. Oh yeah, she <laughs> takes a few onto a plate, seeing where this is going to go. Jeffrey, be polite. <laughs> <laughs> ah. uh, this is Jeffrey. Hello. 
I see you have also brought a bird. Oh, that's Marjorie. <laughs> that's, well. that's not a good explanation. <laughs> I understand. Um, I am well aware of the unique nature of many of those who work for with the kings. Yeah, interesting bunch. Indeed. So uh, what are your dealings with them thus far? I would like to open up a relationship. We have had some early negotiations and provided we you can help stabilize our situation here, then I am willing to open a channel to the listener and become a queen. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, All right. I suppose the question is, how can we help? What can we do? How can we make that happen? Hmm. Excellent. That's what we're here for. To business, Let's then. Let's be blank. Ah, wait. Uh, Tiel? The door opens. You know I mean. Be black and white, I think is what I was going for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, uh, Not quite the right phrase. The young man uh, from before arrives with a small tray and provides two of you tea, one of you coffee. Um, Corzin and Scamp, your tea is has a strange, is kind of very, very sweet and rose flavoured. Interesting. Uh, to it. Delicious. Some of rose tea. Um, there is also. I'm it running also, out of rose tea. Oh, uh, sad. I'll get you more rose tea. <laughs> Celestia, you get a curious little plate with um, what appears to be uh, a little, a little bottle of covered water, mm-hmm. hot water, and a tiny little jar and a little cup in between. You open the jar. It is full of the of just black, thick coffee. It looks like the coffee that comes right out of the bottom of the cafetiere, mm. when it's almost a sludge. It is, when you try it, do you try, when you try a bit, it is the darkest, bitterest, strongest coffee you've ever tasted. You can see why they give you a bit of water to wash it down with. This is an extremely fancy coffee. It is how we do it in Froze. Ah, new on me, thank mm. you. There is also a small plate of baklava that yay. comes in as well. Yes! <laughs> We're all saying yay as though we get to I actually so have yeah. baklava. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not real. It's not real it's not baklava. Real. I want it so oh, bad. <laughs> it's delicious. It's these beautifully sandwiched phyllo pastry slices layered with uh, with syrup and honey and, uh, and crushed pistachio nuts. Buttery honey. honey. Oh yeah, oh, it's utterly yeah. delicious. It took hours and hours to make. It takes so fucking <laughs> long to make. This type, this particular type, is cut into like little almond-shaped lozenges. Hmm. And, That's uh, super cool. Coloured green. Corson would love this. Oh, maybe we can get him some somewhere. There is, no. there is a baker who does them in the district. I will give you some directions. Yeah, later. please do. Thank you. Much welcome, thank you. I so, like this town. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> been here five minutes. That's good. Well, you're in mm. the you're in the more welcoming part. Depends oh, right. where you go. How much have you been briefed on the situation already? Uh, a little. We've been told the names of the various gangs. Um, we're told that you're sort of the most on side. That's basically everybody good. else is not doing that well. I understand. Well, we 
if the listener has made a re- a discussion, negotiations with the others thus far, I have not heard of it, and I may be willing to come to some arrangement with others who agree, at least for the here and now. She looks down a little bit. There's a there's a curious sort of motion with where she kind of like sucks on her teeth. It stings my pride, you understand, to do this. Not just not just giving up uh, some of my sovereignty, but also admitting that we need help. Yeah. You know how it is. You need to show the appearance of being in control. Yeah. 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 These people, she gestures towards the wall, actually. There's a thin window that lets in a little bit of light, but but the, the window itself is actually smoked as well. This is not a place that they want people casually glancing into. Mm. Uh, there's a, the lighting in here is actually by um, by lantern. The uh, the people here, I think of them as my family. Mm. They're from from the from my homeland. We uh, share much culture, blood in cases, a belief in the Sultana, uh, and how and the word of the regent. All of these things that bind the people together. Mm. But we are surrounded by those who are not like us, who would muscle in on what is ours, make problems for us. I am no angel. I am, let us be honest about that. I take my tax from the businesses under my protection. But I do pro- take that protection seriously. Hmm. I certainly don't want a bunch of halflings uh, taking what they consider to be their fair cut or driving my look people over at Gorzen and back at her. <laughs> the five friars, they're uh, from the halfling district. What? Right. She looks between. And they, so you have a problem with halflings in general? Look, or? I have a problem with those yeah. halflings. Hmm, that's fair. <laughs> okay. And those halflings don't look after the people they said they'd protect? or well, They don't look after my people. Okay. If you see what I mean. Yeah. There I? is conflict. They are uh, pushing into my territory. They are demanding protection from the people I have placed under my shield, under my uh, cloak, if you understand. Mm -hmm. And they they sent their thugs in to beat up uh, good, honest, ferocious families. Mm. I... They do not show respect. They believe they own this city. Ah, where did they get that idea from? Probably their bosses. They have uh, connections. To whom? 
not the uh, not the governor, but other parts of the government. Several of the judges. Ah. The watch, but not the watch commander. She is. <laughs> she's straight as an arrow. Believe me, I have tried. Ah, uh, that's a pain in the ass, isn't it? <laughs> mm. But the captains beneath her. Mm. Many of them are on the uh, take from the friars or the bolstering boys. Mm. Okay. So besides, and you'll forgive me for putting it in such blunt terms, but besides you dead, what do they actually want? To the point, but yes, they want what I have. They want the income from my streets. They want their, they want to kick, kick out or kick down the families under my protection so that their cousins' and nephews' businesses can flourish instead. Ah. Right. It's empire building on a small scale. They want all the money in the money pot. Indeed. <laughs> that makes sense. It, does, it comes... Sooner or later it comes down to money. What can I say? Money buys... Money buys people on your side. And I, safety. Yeah. Money's a concern. I need to I need to have money to make sure that the people who help me protect my streets stay mine. So that's what you get out of being a Fisher King or having a Fisher King connection. I have the your, city is united. You can keep your. Hmm. I no doubt that uh, the less amenable members of the uh, underworld who will lose out. I may claim some of their streets in time. There will always be space, but right now I am losing this war and peace is in my interest. But to hold back against that I need a number of things. In the early sense I need troops. Force. Uh, what is the military term? Force multipliers. Hmm. I have my man. Um, <clears throat> he is semi-reliable, but Felipe will talk to you about something he needs that you might be able to help him with. Mm-hmm. That will help us resist the next the next raid. Within the next okay. week or so, the friars are going to make a play for my streets in force. We can be good mm. at resisting raids. We've done that before. Yeah. I've no doubt. How often does that happen? Once every few weeks, it varies. When they see, when they think they see weakness, it's become more and more frequent lately. We drove them off the last time, but I lost some good people. Hmm. And I need to make replacements and shore things up. I need to make a show of strength. If I lose the next engagement, well, I might not be perceived as strong. People might turn. Okay. And it needs. And it can't just be you. I need my own power. Or when you are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We get that. This will help. Felipe's but, plan will help with that. Okay, so there's a plan for that. Otherwise, um, it is 
there are other things, considerations. I am working on things, I will fill you in, but that is the most urgent. Uh, you wanted to know about the rest of the underworld as well. Yeah, and yeah. the rest of whom, who's turnable, who isn't, what are we talking, general things. I'd say the two that are least amenable would be the ones on top. Mm-hmm. The Five Friars Gang and the Bostering Boys. Yeah. The Friars, both of them already have their hooks into the government in this city. You understand, uh, each colony, when it got its charter, determined how its governor would be appointed. In Mm. Thunderer's Watch, uh, I understand uh, the governor there is just appointed directly by the crown. Here, there are votes. Mm. That's good. It depends how many people you can keep around the ballots to make sure they write the votes the right way. Ah, shit. Uh, right, yeah. Yeah, right. After all, you have to go out and publicly declare who you're voting for. What? The that concept of the silly. secret ballot will not be introduced for some time. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to a really good podcast about elections. <laughs> yes, yes, we're working on the hustings system. Wow, horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Where you go up and publicly say who you will vote for while a bunch of figures with clubs are standing nearby. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, needless to say... uh, I say that as someone from where I'm from, that seems hostile. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, yeah. Yeah. That says a lot. Oh, yeah, it says so much. <laughs> I've heard tales about the Underdark. But you don't want to hear any more, I can assure you. Fair enough. <laughs> well, the Friars are less obviously on top, less obviously legitimate. But most of the bars, saloons, all of the gambling dens, they That's have. That's what we've got to watch out for, okay. Especially in the Five Friars around the set. She uh, gives you some directions to a part of town. The place where five of the streets join. Ah. Now, that area is uh, mostly halfling, uh, mostly halfling neighborhoods. So the gang is mostly halfling as well. Hmm. Hence, halflings. Now, they also do have a big section of the smuggling gang. If things, they have their uh, connections with the big shipping companies and the small ones as well. Oh. If things are getting smuggled into town, odds are the Five Friars know about it or are doing it. <laughs> well, oh, Sunset Curls notwithstanding. Oh, yes, mm. they're a big operation. The other big opera- biggest operation are the Bolstering Boys out of Bow. They have the governor. Right, so strings can be pulled in that direction. Indeed. They are a little more aggressive on that side of the elections. Most of them, a lot of them even have legitimate jobs. Uh, Cousins getting jobs from uncles, you know how it is. But when the sun sets, that's when they tend to do this side of things. Also, a few of them got 
a few of the old guard earned the name because of the bowstrings. She makes like a she makes like a slitting motion across her throat. Ah. Uh. Oh. I see. They have the least to gain from working with you. I would say. Maybe mm. I'm wrong. Maybe they can be talked around. No, but like if they're fine, we're mm. probably better off turning everybody else against them. Really. The, it's my They've also got now. the most to lose. Exactly. So if they can be... Yeah, if we can show a, a genuine threat... Mm. Depends. Yeah, if we scare them, you have a point, actually. Good luck scaring Copper Kettle. Cop- Owen Copper Kettle is the uh, boss for the Five Friars. Oh. Owen, mm. Very sweet as you please, halfling from Halfland. I think from might be from Dovetail originally, but uh, cruel temper. Wasn't that your fake name? That's where I can remember it from. It was your pretend name that time. Well, there was a copper kettle who uh, I knew back in um, in Barnacle Point, but that was years ago. Yeah, but it was also your pretend was your name. Pretend name. Do you for still? A bit? Yes. Have you still got those papers? Oh um, shit, that could be really helpful. <laughs> I guess yes, you, you do have some Cerulean passport papers for one copper kettle. No, no, no but like, we, we, we could pretend you're related to some capacity. That could potentially be really yep. helpful at some point. Well, let's bank that anyway. Sorry. <laughs> well, might be useful. Who knows? The boostering boys... The, their boss is Jenks. Heinrich Jenks. Heinrich Jenks. He's... He tries to be... He's reasonable. He tries to... He puts on an air of being cultured, but at the end of the day, he's a thick, violent orc. Okay. All right, so... Let's just say he's one of the old crowd where the bowstrings are concerned. Right. Likes to take the personal touch. Huh. Mm. And in cl- uh, in close with the governor, then? Mm. Nods. It's the reason that uh, governor... Uh, it's the reason Governor Stumpf gets re-elected. Right. Mm. She's, uh, she's very nice, very friendly, polite as you please, if you see her, if you watch her at the speeches, but... She is Jenks's woman, through and through. Mm. Right. Nasty. Mm. Now, as for the other three, well, there's us. Then... Uh, then there's the Sunset Girls. They're the river people, aren't they? Mm. They're the river gang. They're the bandits. Pretty good way of putting it. They strike off. They, once the sun sets, they hit the boats. They, they're basically thieves. They haven't got the same level of committed interests that I do. But they are very good at what they do. Mm. And they are... They like to throw their weight around. Potentially, if we could give them more weight to throw around with this proposition, then. Take care. Grinzy is, uh, she's a difficult one. Turns on, what is the old uh, halfling saying? Turns on, 
on the silver uh, shilling. Ah. True. She, the whole group of midmirsh. No, no sense right. of humor unless she's cutting into you. Hmm. Likes to give you the old uh, dovetail smile. Ah. Ah, I do a gesture like out from the corners of my mouth. There's a yeah. narrowing of her eyes. Yes, that's one. Ah. I hastily break eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I don't like her already. Nasty. We have history. But the... The one saving grace of them is that they are thoroughly annoying the Five Friars. They've been raiding their shipping regularly. Okay. Acquired some of the, especially their arms shipments. They like stealing their toys. Okay, so a way to say it to, to sell it to them could be we'll take the Five Friars down a few pegs. I don't like the idea of working with Grinzy, but I'll do it if I have to, yes. By the sounds of it, these two big gangs, we're going to need more people to take them on, yeah? Mm. Might be the way to go, unite the other three. Well, if not, the girl, the Sunset Girls are difficult, but they're skilled. They don't let you in until you've killed someone. Right. Mm. So they're all... That's all right, we've killed loads of people. So many. I assumed you would have done. The listeners said they were sending one of their best. I was happy to say that I got three. Hmm. So, yes. And then there's the... Then there's the 30 cutthroats. This is awkward. Um, So, the 30 cutthroats are all good and well. Uh, they're goblins, uh, various, you know, hobgoblins, but there's that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. There's not actually 30 of them, there's a bit more. It's misleading. Well, there were 30 yeah. of them originally, as I understand it. Oh, but then they just, you know, they've got like the 30 and then they have hangers on. Right. I understand it's a sort of one in, one out system for being called part of the 30. Okay. Oh, so there are 30 of the original 30. Oh no. There are about maybe ten of the original thirty. <laughs> but they've brought uh, on new members. High turnover. Maybe, yes. They're yeah, um Yeah, fair enough. They do a few things, uh mostly pickpockets, petty theft, that sort of things. They have uh she gestures to the ceiling, places like this as well. And uh I understand they shift a lot of stolen money so it's harder to trace that sort of thing mm-hmm. um, right. they mo- our interests don't cross over too much, they look after the goblin quarter, I look after my people but I should warn you there is bad blood between their boss uh, Chen Jiang and us uh, it's not my fault, but you see, I. That's inher- what you say, though, isn't it? Well, I inherited the job from my aunt, and ah. uh, aunt email. Aunt email was quick to answer insults. Oh dear. And 
she may have burned three of Tsen's cousins alive for insulting her. Wow. I mean, I mean, I say may have, that's what wow. happened. Right. Bit hard to come back from that, isn't it, really? There are some grudges, yes. If it helps, the cutthroats are being muscled in on by the bowstrings, the same way that okay. the uh, five friars are coming in on us. And the friars and the bowstrings are butting heads all the time. They, they're right, they consider each other their main rivals. To them we are side measures that will show them. So. Right, so there's none here that are entirely indifferent to you, but... You have common enemies with some. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of a pain in the ass that you also have I suppose the bolstering boys are the most indifferent to me, but again, they have their own vested interests. Because they have a vested interest in doing anything against you, or if we got them on side, could that work? The friars are in between my territory and theirs. Okay. Right, so not an awful lot of Again, though, interaction. Again, though, that could be helpful if the thought was ever to take on the friars, because then you'd have them from both sides. So that could work. I don't know. I mean, my immediate thought is unite all the gangs that aren't doing as well. Yeah. Because yeah. surely the people who aren't doing quite as well, they'd want things to change. The two that are on the top, they'll want to stay there. But if we can threaten the two on the top and say you might lose everything with the other three gangs altogether, that might be the best way to go about it. Obviously, that depends what you're comfortable with as well, because, you know, we're walking in with... I suppose. ...an idea, but... <laughs> Honestly, to a degree, I've... I am putting a certain amount of faith in the legend of the uh, kings. But you have the hook. You wouldn't have had that if the listener hadn't given it to you. Also, honestly, the, the legend of the Fisher Kings is pretty legit from what we've seen. I hope so. They do run cities. That is what happens. Uh, we've met, what, three or four at this point? We've worked not. for three or four at yeah, this we've point. Three or four, but... Well, the listener would not have sent you if you were not capable. The listener's not one we've met, actually. But... No one meets the listener directly. What? She contacts you. There's a brief narrowing of the eyes. Have you not been told of this? We haven't, have we, our character? No, you haven't. No. We've always worked through directly through kings. Yeah, ah. we've worked for the sculptor, the viper, uh, the scalpel... Who was the other one? That's an impressive Oh, now array. the, um, not the barista. She called herself something else. The restaurateur. The restaurateur. Haven't heard of her, but... Uh, She's new. She's new. Mm. Took over from uh, the Mason. Mm. Ah. We met the that's Mason, weren't a fan. Hmm. Oh, well. May the old... F may he rest in peace, I suppose. Mm. Or pieces, as yeah. the case may be. It's more like that. There's <laughs> <laughs> a brief dark chuckle from her. Anyway, the listener is somewhere. They are... Is it a she at the moment? I'm not sure. They are the secret king. Ooh. Do you know the legend 
of the fa- of the four treasures? Do we know? I, I know it, but, so, yeah, I but I don't know if we know, you, it in you know it in character. I don't even uh, know why I know. Why did you, you know do bonus, it was bonus content? content? That's what it was. Yeah. There were. <laughs> well, the legend goes that there were. I think it was five petty thieves back in the days of Tyre. Mm-hmm. And the one of them stole four treasures and was executed. But the four treasures she smuggled out to her four best friends. And each one of them took one, four rings. One that made one that made one invisible. One that made could turn one into a shadow. One that would let you steal the thoughts from minds of those you encountered. Steal thoughts? Pick them from their mind, brains. Mm. And uh, and one that would let one talk to anyone in the world. At any time. Think of it as an infinite sending. Oh, hmm. that'd be fucking useful. They were the yep. first four kings. And the listener is the one who keeps the kings together. They speak to each of the kings, just to the kings, and keep everything coordinated. They're not in charge, but they, they're the thread that binds us together. Us, I hope. Hmm. Yeah, the, the ability to be able to communicate instantly and unlimitedly over any distance that you could that do in amazing. moments so what would take good. other people days indeed now you see why the kings have the reach they do oh yes it makes a lot yeah. of sense suddenly i had wondered it was it would be a lot of sendings well they're not cheap if you can't do them and that's... if you can do them you can't do them that much that is uh, why I think the surrender of what I will give up for this is worth it. Oh, if you're a king, it's worth it. Hmm. Having met a few of them, it really, really would be. Now, do you have any more questions about the situation for now, or shall I take you o- send you over to Philippe? Yeah, I think that's the next step. I, think, yeah, I don't think we're getting Philippe. anywhere until we prove we're serious. Good. So shoring up our forces right now is the most urgent thing. Mm. A word of warning. Felipe is competent, but he's a mercenary and he's from North for us. They are so passionate. Hot-blooded, you know? I understand. He's You're just whacking out the stereotypes, aren't you, Dan? Trust me, Felipe lives up to it. The man is an incorrigible romantic. I like him already. Let's go and meet him. All right. She takes you out uh, through another door, and you enter. It's a. It's just a door to a corridor, which leads into uh, what appears to be a kitchen, an extensive kitchen of a restaurant. The restaurant that backs onto it. Mm. Um, and you can see sat in one corner uh, there is uh, a figure who is just essentially chowing down on a fish sandwich uh, 
which is mm, fair enough. <laughs> a tall uh, half elf with dark tan skin and very colourful, like bright reds and blues and purples, clothing with ruffles to it. Um, and you see, uh, she, uh, and you see, Azra just uh, nods, to, uh, gestures to him. This is, well, he will introduce himself. Best of luck. And as she walks out, the figure polishes off the sandwich, immediately stands up, and does a flourishing bow. Felipe Diamante Rodriguez the second. And in the distance, you hear someone playing a guitar go. <laughs> At which point, you hear you also then hear a distant voice, some just just coming from somewhere else. Hey, Tio, why are you playing the guitar at this time? It is important <laughs> to practice. You've got to do it for thousands of hours to get good. <laughs> I know, but we're preparing for a gang war. It's fine. My, uh, it's fine. My blunderbuss is in the guitar case. <laughs> <laughs> it. Meanwhile, however, Felipe Diamante Rodriguez II finishes uh, his elaborate bow. I do an elaborate bow by it. I'm just going to join in. So that's your stardust. Nice to meet you. He takes your hand and after a moment of checking with your eyes, uh, gives a light, on, then. a light kiss on the back. <gasps> Such beauty. Such <laughs> muscles. <laughs> Such ho- Such adorable horns. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Such you. colourful ruffles. So Indeed. many of them. I am exceptionally muscled. <laughs> I'm exceptionally horned. Um, what? Uh, anyway. <laughs> Hello. Hi. So, you are the outside specialist that uh, Azara has said is, are, can help. I'm going to say yes. Yes. That's Excellent. right, yes. Do not... Come. Leads you into, like... It's, it's kind of a back... It's less of a back room. It's the larder. There are just ingredients like hung up in places there's like racks of garlic strings of garlic from the ceiling there's barrels of salted fish things like that there's also a trap door which leads down to a lower cellar and he looks at that and goes not not the time that is where the uh, that uh, it is all meat storage down there place a good place to keep things cold they mm. like to keep the uh, the beef um and a lot of the fish always so much th- uh, always so much fish in this place but this will do for a conversation. Now, first of all, are what are, are your skills? Are you suited to perhaps a heist? Oh, we love a heist. Yes. Fucking love a heist. Um, yeah, um, we've got magic. a lot of magic. I can Aha. do illusions Fellow and wizards, things. Are you a wizard? Yes, indeed. <gasps> no way. I'm uh, self-taught. Some might call me a hedge wizard. I spit on the wizard. <laughs> of course. What kind of magic do you specialize in then? Do you have a specialty or just do everything? A few different things. Whatever uh, whatever the coin is right for. I uh, travel from place to place doing work as it acquires me. Finding ways to acquire knowledge. Less from the Joven tradition. And I've spent some time in Haldanos learning the ancient secrets of the giants. And very good at curses. The giants. Good to know. Ah, yes, the fabled inventors of magic. And are they still out there? Oh, no. Well, very few. Oh. And always hidden. But... How did you learn their fabled secrets, then? The 
in places in places like the Tang Empire, the inheritor, the heirs of their uh, uh, of their ancient cities, keep records of the magic that they were wove. Wow. Oh. Well, well, everyone I, here is very interested in giants. So I understand there were even giants here. It is why I came here to see if I could learn more. Hmm. I have, I'd love to learn anything you could teach. I am still learning a lot of the uh, of what was the, uh, of what was happened here with regards to the giants. I have arrived, but a handful of months ago, and sought employment. Uh, I am always in need of money. I kept you gainfully employed. Indeed, I enjoy the fine. I require. I require sufficient money to pay for the finer things in life. Fine wine, fine food, pleasant company, and alimony payments. I have three daughters and three ex-wives. <laughs> uh, how, oh, how many wow. wives? I am... Let us just say that romance can be a very expensive proposition. How, how many wives was that? Uh, three. Three daughters and three wives? That's, yeah... But I am told that they are. That sounds tiring. I am told they are wonderful girls. I have I I I, I have been sent pictures of them, and I send the money back for them uh, uh, regularly. You have not met them. Well, some of them are in Hal. Two of them are in Hal Danos. One is back in Feroz. How old are they? I think at this point, three, six, and nine. Do you know their names? Of course. Come but on, that then. is a private matter. <laughs> Hmm. Fair enough. He does take out a Sorry, I'm locket. extremely nosy. I he does take out a, a, a locket which unfolds into three small cameo paintings of uh, young girls. Of these, also like of these are how fairly current are these? One of them is like an infant, like maybe a, a year old. Hmm. One of them looks to be about five. One of them looks to be about seven. Who's still married to all of them? Not the daughters, the wives. Uh, no, ex-wives. Ah. As I say, passion can be an expensive prospect. Hmm. And I have a lot of obligations to keep. Hmm. Wow. Within... Hang on. Married three times within three years of each other. You had, you had an eventful decade, didn't you? It is not over yet. True. <laughs> <laughs> However... No judgment, just nosy. On to the matter at hand. (laughs) The sound Uh, effect makes so much sense now. (laughs) Yes, it does. Uh, (laughs) He's perfect. What was the... uh, Let's read a moment. Ah! You were asking about uh, giants. Yes! Mm. I have heard that the uh, Panuki, the Stone Guardians, know the most. Yes. We've been told about that. They are to the south. We would need to ride across country, uh, but they live within the within giant cities, as some in Haldanos do. Hmm. The ruins still stand, long after the uh, inhabitants have passed away. Hmm. Hmm. Still, the thanks for a moment. Trying to work, uh, recall something. One thing to be aware of is the cloud speakers. Mm-hmm. They are oh. Achin who uh, have learned the, who carry on the traditions of 
the magic of the giants directly. Ooh. What they call the cloud heard them They have uh, something of not the best reputation. How so? Because the kind of because arcane magic, the magic we wield, is dangerous. It can be turned to uncomfortable ends. It goes for all magic. Have you met? Any of the, any of the dream, uh, the dream walkers, as they call them, those who walk within the, what they think of as dreams, the spirits. I understand. Yes. Yes. I am not so gifted with sight myself. No, me neither. Their magic is very, is quite different. Hmm. If you ever visit, I think perhaps Imitar would be the closest. Yeah. You will see their fields, and you will understand. Their fields? Okay. Indeed. Their magic is such that is carefully arranged, positioned. It is said that the fields of Imita may harvest under the right conditions as much as eight times a year. Oh. Oh. Not one for crops, but that's mad, isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. That, that under the normal circumstances, many. that that sh- couldn't happen. It generally does not. They usually will do four, but still. Impressive and useful. They are able to I mean, feed many people. Mm. I suppose dreams I mean, different rules. That changes everything, doesn't it? Indeed. Yeah. So it is that the more obviously destructive powers of the Cloud Speakers are a little bit more um, not as accepted, if you understand. Mm. And jealously guarded, I'd imagine. Indeed. I hope to find some, learn some of their secrets. Speaking of secrets, onto the heist, I would like you oh. to steal a box. A box full of magical materials. What kind? Weapons. Ooh. Tools Magical that will weapons. allow us to enhance the uh, troops at the disposal of the Deadites. You see, they have suffered a number of losses. Some dead, some left. Lack of belief in their uh, in uh, Azra. But with these, we can build our numbers back up again. Mm. We can f- strike much more effectively. They are here because they are being delivered to a company. Uh, to uh, what would this be? Goldstar. No, the Eleventh Regiment. Really? No, not yeah. Goldstar. It is a. Uh, That's is, a nice chain. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> no, one of the uh, Osirian regiments. Oh, is that the uh, the Marines? Indeed, they are being uh, delivered to. Uh, they are being delivered to here to help shore up uh, some of the f- uh, defenses here. They are a little concerned, I understand, with some of the rabble rousing that's been going on. Mm. Uh, I would like us to steal them. Do you know what kind of weapons they are? Useful to what I do. I will be able to str- to enhance 
It is uh, less of uh, swords and guns and more so and something that I can use to enhance the troops we already have. Okay. All right. Interesting. The Would trick. Would know of uh, any um, magical uh, devices that do this or that are in use in armies for this purpose? You might. Uh, I would like you to roll a history check, fairly high difficulty, because this relates okay. to a specific regiment. Okay. Ah, no, that's a seven. There are powerful magical items, uh, certainly. More and more these days, as uh, as uh, arcade magic in the universities is advancing and the secrets of enchanting are finally being rediscovered outside of the dwarves who tend to keep it quite... Uh, as dwarven enchanting clans tend to keep the, those secrets to themselves. Um, although it is also possible that this is literally, literally represents a commission from the enchanting clans who do actually do work for militaries. Mm. Uh, creating physical enhancements or it might be things like wands it's hard to say alright I have a thought but carry on (laughs) if you have the thought you can think the thought and you can say the thought alright well it it did occur to me earlier um, if there's a uh, reasonably heavy military uh, presence in this city which there seems to be it's possible that they have a couple of necromantic repeaters. Ah. Yeah. I thought you were... I I can see why they brought you. Yes. The 11th Regiment... Sorry. Yes. The 11th Regiment is the Reclamation Corps. Ah. Ah. Right. I have a number of Raised my father, raised my son. I told you. Etc, etc. Some less reputable magic. With... The repeaters they have, we can sustain control over a group, which can then be used to fill out our ranks. And with a repeater, they can be kept under control, no wandering about causing trouble. That can be a really big problem. Exactly. Smart necromancers do not raise any more than they can control strictly. You're thinking of uh, Alderai the Black tactics back when they would just conjure up armies and armies and let them loose on the city. That mm. is not how modern necromancy operates. Or well, sometimes if you just get a really big disaster, loads of them just come back and then you have to deal with it. Yeah. Yes, and those it are a pain. ages to and sort. It's awful. Like it, and eventually it doesn't even, it's not even scary, it's just dull because it's just like drudge work. Yeah. You've done it so many times. It's crazy how Once undead you got rid of all the ghouls, normal. It's just bashing, really. Yeah. You agreed. I have actually... The bodies I have stored, I actually went to some trouble to make sure they cannot come back automatically. Well done. That's comforting to know. It's a useful spell you learn in my trade. Yeah. I think well, I've you, got that one. Well, you can do that one, yeah. Well, yeah. well when the... If we... As things are now, I could bring back a dozen at most, and they would all be directly subject to me. Mm. Get me a stock of those repeaters, and I might be able to bring back maybe as many as 60. Ooh, and that's that, a lot. Okay. They would not be the most skilled combatants, but in, a, in the kind of street fight we are talking about, numbers matter. 
numbers yeah. will subdue also, even magic with that amount. Undead is scary. Yeah. There's yep. a whole bunch of brain, t- brain t- psychological. I read this word. I can you say you got it. it. Psycho- Psychological warfare. That's there we go. It. I yeah. did it. Indeed. That's the one. Combine that with a few well-placed illusions. I can curses. do those. Put my hand up like I'm in class. That's... <laughs> I'm going to help you out with that. Excellent. Now for the location. It has not yet been delivered to the fort. It is still waiting aboard the ship it was transported on. Which ship is that? That is the HMS Relentless. Of course it fucking is. Oh. Why wouldn't it be? (laughs) You will need to get this. It is due to be transported off the Relentless in two days' time. Mm -hmm. But that is time. And and we do not know exactly when the the strike from the Five Friars will come. So better to do it before, then. It may indeed be best for you to get your way onto the ship and acquire it. I leave it to you to discern what information you can about the ship itself. I know that it is sanctum. Real pain in the arse that it's Ooh. sanctum. A ship of that well, we, size yeah. would Well, we tried scrying on it, so we knew that. Yeah, we know hmm. that. So are we uh, know of the relentless. Hmm. It is the command of one uh, Commodore Black Tusk. Yeah, Commodore Currently Monobrow Tusk. Black tusk. Yeah, yeah. He does have a, a unibrow, yes. Yes. He is not and you know, some people can pull it off and it's a great look, but it just doesn't work for him. No, nope, <laughs> it's like a massive twat, which is what he is. Ah, you have met him personally. Uh, no, we've not. never met met him, actually. Uh, only from a distance while he was sinking our fucking ship. Oh. Yeah. My condolences. <laughs> well. Thank you. He is currently yes. not on the ship itself. He is somewhere on shore. That's a shame. Good to it know. is potentially helpful. Useful. That means his immediate bodyguard have gone as well. That will not be on the ship. Okay. Mm. Oh, does he have a bit of an entourage now? Indeed, I understand he recently came into a large amount of land back home. Yeah, after Funny he that. murdered his family. Mm. Mm. He's be- there is talk of him being ma- created a baronet. Yeah, yeah, he would be. Gorson's fist clenches. <laughs> I hate him. Uh, I hate him. I hate we him. just too. hate him. Arsehole. Regardless. Well, we're going to piss him off and steal his stuff. That's always fun. Always I nice. I prefer to sink him, but this'll do. Later. <laughs> <laughs> well, do whatever you feel is necessary, but get me those repeaters. Mm. And I can conjure us an army. Right. right. Do you happen to know where on the ship they'd be? He shakes his head. Do you know what the box... Do you know what it looked like? Yes. Small box, I guess, the, but otherwise... Uh, takes out a... Uh, he actually reaches... Opens up one of the barrels and takes out uh, a box. This box has... Bl- it has been blown open at some point. There are still soot marks on it mm. from where uh, it was cracked open uh, from uh, from a controlled detonation. This stunt, uh, it has a quite distinctive uh, marking to it. Uh, not a five-pointed star. Uh, it is marked with. It is marked with what appears to be an eagle, with two heads: head of it, one eagle head and one snake head. Um, and you recognise 
that causing as the standard of Thrine. Oh, okay. Um, it's part of the it's part of the Thrynes flag, and um, that and you uh, and uh, he uh, and uh, Felipe continues to comment. The mark of uh, the thro- of the College of Enchanting in Thrain. They have sort of cornered the market on the repeater design for now. Mm. Sadly, uh, this one, when we tr- uh, this one, uh, when we got when we had it smuggled out of the fort, was just being uh, used to st- to store some of the local commander's keepsakes, not mm. the repeaters I was hoping for. But it will. Uh, but this, this is the standard design uh, design for the boxes. They are quite distinctive. Help. They okay. also they are also tr- typically trapped by magic, and may also be locked. In fact, this one was very solidly stuck. We had to blow it open. Mm-hmm. And we need to not. I mean, could we leave the box there and bring you the thing? Oh yes, absolutely. Just get me the just get me the repeaters. Yeah. I'm sure we can figure out something. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure we can. I'm good at blowing things open. We're good at stuff. Hmm. We gotta be careful not to break the thing, though. This this is true. Yeah. That went badly. Hmm. Well, I leave these details to you. For my part, I must make some preparations. Uh. I have some letters to say, uh, to write to uh, my daughters. Hmm. Now, is there anything else I can do for you? Uh, I think not. I can't, hmm. Not that I can think of this moment. So no, me neither. You will find me around here. I am usually working uh, in this area. I have been accorded the okay. space down below for well. You understand? Yes. Of course. Cold storage. Yes. Hmm. Well then, best of luck. Thank you, we'll keep you updated. Um, Good to have met you. Indeed. And uh, as he returns, as he cracks open the trapdoor and heads down, you are left alone to ponder your plan for stealing an unknown number of necromantic the relentless. repeaters <laughs> Sorry, off the HMS word. Relentless Still a few holes in the it relentless. while down there. <laughs> in the midst of a heavily oh, heavily guarded and defended yeah. ship sink it but that is a point is a heist plan uh, to be planned maybe or maybe not with the addition of alcohol <laughs> and, a fr- and a friendly I wish Brandy's planning a friendly <laughs> Next time. Oh yeah. Yes. Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. From Five Friar Streets to Portland Park, there's crime and violence in Newmark. There's passion too when all is said. To raise your spirits and the dead. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Cassinere. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.